You ready to smash some meat together? Hello. Welcome to Jiggy Man Wrestle Boys. Hi. Podcast of four friends, made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Matt. And it's just me and Derek today. That's, that's April that, Fools, that, that, you oh, fucking fuck. dummies. Oh, you guys suck. You guys suck, dude. I'm <laughs> probably going to come out of May. I'm back. Uh, oh, yeah, May better Fools. than ever. Yo. Zach, you're, you are looking really good. You're Zach and better than ever. You were oh, rocking fuck. the shades today, rocking the, the contact lenses. Yeah, found some contacts. You guys remember Zach Ryder's shitty move, the Zach attack? No. Oh, you guys got to watch. WWE I remember that shitty nickname I had as a child. That's not. Oh, a shitty I still nickname. call you the attack at times. That's fine. You have a ten year gap between when Zach Saved attack, by the Bell attack. started and Saved by the Bell ended, where Zach attack was fine. And I think <laughs> you fell into that window. Yeah, that's true. Zach attack attack. Zach Morris sucks though. So. Zach Morris does suck. Yeah, he's a jerk. I randomly watched a YouTube video the other day because it was just like, I was oh doing, wow, I was doing shit <laughs> in the kitchen, and like YouTube was just kind of playing in the background, and then it was just about top ten reasons why Zach Morris sucks. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm surprised it didn't end up on uh, Simon Gotchberry's Enzo Amore. <laughs> I, no, it did. All <laughs> YouTube autoplays end up on that video. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about wrestling. Yeah. There was so much stuff that happened. Yeah. First, I wrote this down, so I feel like I have to say it. Yeah. Yowie, wowie, we're going to have so much fun here. Okay. So, uh, I just like that, like... I'm back, man. I really I really messed up, man. Sometimes you get a little clarity after, you know, and this is my true form. After, you know, you, the person you left your wife for gets pregnant. <laughs> I'm gonna be a dad. I'm man. gonna start paying child support. Remember that story from two years ago? I'm gonna pay child support, man. That's actually something I'm not. I I'm not so sure on. So I so JoJo is having a baby. Gossip Corner is mm-hmm. for, with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Whoa. and it's. I bet she's ready for that baby to leave. Get out right now of her belly. Nice. Yeah, I know. Great reference. Yeah. Shout Great. out. Shout out, Brady. <laughs> Number one, like, 13-year-old crush right here, JoJo. I will say that what's yeah. really funny about the singer JoJo is she went and re-recorded all of her music because the record label screwed her over real bad. Yeah, That's so why she, she just went and fucking did it again. Yeah. Another good story about JoJo is uh, when Obscure Beauty was recording, there's a hidden track of Brady just yelling, I would fuck JoJo. It wasn't a video, it was just an audio clip. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was talking about some potato wedges. Oh, I would <laughs> fuck Dude, up some I would JoJo's. Do, I, would, I, would, I would do some things to some JoJo's. Me too. Albertson's has some great JoJo's. Mm. Man, oh, how, man. Niche, how niche is the last like four sentences that, been? When Obscure Beauty was recording, <laughs> uh, we were talking about JoJo's. That pick three meal at Albertson's? Mm. Mm-hmm. Do that pick three meal at Albertson's. If you don't know, get yourself educated. Five yeah. ninety nine. you pick an entree and two sides. I always go double JoJo's. And if you oh, go, that's pretty good. Oh, that's cool. I go mac and cheese, yep. Joe's. Yep. Oh yeah. Chicken and strips. If, if you go to one of those fancy Albertsons, the chicken strips are a bit better. Oh, it just depends. You can tell if they're like too dark, then they've been out too long. Yeah. As a kid, I used to trick or treat at the founder of uh, Albertsons house. Oh, Mister yeah. Albert. Mister Al- Mister Albert and Albert, his sons. Albert sons. Bray Albert. Yeah. <laughs> but me, king, king king size candy bars. Every kid. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, you stole these. Yeah. Right. You didn't pay for these. You took them from work. Mr. Albertson. Shout out Greg Savage. Noise. Yeah, let's let's talk about Raw. Let's Ooh. talk about Wall. Wall. Let's talk about Wall. 
Boy Wyatt came back. Let's talk about Wah Baby. Wah Wah. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Let's uh, just uh, let's just kick off with that because okay. we weirdly alluded to it. Fire, Boy Wyatt has fly, returned. Fun house. I love that. It was it was a great segment. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It did not fit, I, which I I am excited to see where it goes because it did not fit the tenor that they had started with these creepy puppets and uh, rocking chairs and scary dolls. Yeah, it was very nice and lighthearted. Um, and, which I think makes it more sinister, right? It makes it yeah. feel like something is a, a it's foot, a little Wonder Shows esque. Definitely Wonder yeah. Shows esque. Oh yeah, it's a like Pee Wee's Playhouse esque, like Pee Wee Herman, the creepy dude from Spy Kids. It's um, Pee Wee Herman, and then um, what creepy dude? From but Spy then Kids? Paul Rubens, who actually like played Pee Wee Herman. If you mix, he played it with him. himself. Yeah, yeah. So did I, man. When's when, yeah? When's breaking the jack off in a movie theater? It's a porno theater. People need a Pee Wee Herman. I feel you, dude. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't have been doing that. But hold on, like, why else well, would you go? Yeah, I know. Well, isn't that what people do? It's it's a build the anticipation for you when you get back to your car. You jerk it in the. And then you traffic. jerk off. You jerk it in your car. That's that's city property. Nah, man, you just jerk off in the park. My car on, is man. my goddamn <laughs> property. <laughs> you try to you try to give me. You gonna you gonna take my guns and now my car? You listen here, Gillette. If I can't masturbate in my car, then where can I masturbate? I, AJ, man, just, just go wherever. <laughs> you could come wherever you want, man. You come all over the place, man. Got the come or... <laughs> Wait, in my well. hand. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I like Bray Wyatt's return. I hope this gets creepier and creepier. He came out looking all sunshine and rainbows, kind of and, jacked to the gills. Yeah, jacked to the gills. Yeah, he's looking good. He, and then he's got the tiniest waist for how large his shoulders are. Yeah, and right? then, like he still looked portly, but like like super fit. Yeah, and then he's there was shaped. There was the weird part of it where it got all like blurry, and he put his hands up that said "hurt and heal. hurt and heal" mm-hmm. on his gloves. I did enjoy like I think. Previous Bray Wyatt stuff would be like if they had done anything like this, it would have just immediately devolved into like something terrible. And it's like, no man, I'm good. Like snapped out of it. Like right, yeah. And I'm interested because like, and then he was like, he's like, I've committed some terrible acts or whatever. He's like, I've been what like punished brutally or whatever yeah. he said. And then he cuts a cardboard version of his old self uh, in half with a chainsaw, which is pretty sweet. While smiling, while smiling and laughing minorly sadistically. Right. Right. A little maniacal. Yeah, yeah, you know there's still a fucking scary that, boy in there. You know that's also just Wyndham Rotunda's actual laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> man. Um, man. And then the vulture, or buzzard, was... Mercy. A wrestler, right? Or yeah. Waylon, Waylon, Waylon Mercy. Waylon Mercy. Is that like one of his influences? It's like... It's a character. Not, yeah, his... Like no the original Bray Wyatt gimmick, like he wore like um, Hawaiian shirts and stuff, and it was like one hundred percent Waylon Mercy. Okay, like, Waylon Mercy was like a really cool character that only lasted like a couple months in the WWE because he got hurt. Okay, and he was super old by the time he was doing it. And then uh, the the witch was her name was Abby. Sister Abigail finally showed up. That's my dog. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> there was also a rabbit in those promos. Doggo Abigail. Yeah, the rabbit. Yet to be introduced. Yeah, it's, it's the bunny, the, the bunny. Derek, the bunny. Put the oh, bunny. I love, I love the, bu- guys, the bunny. Put the bunny. Derek's in the me. Box. Derek's a bunny. It's me. I'm a bunny. He's the. Bu- he uh, loves the bunny, just like Veggie Tales. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since we called back the bunny joke from. I completely the first few forgot episodes. about is it. Is uh, <laughs> it Rack Shack and Benny? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Christian education. <laughs> it's like I'm just as confused as you are, listeners. Shout out, Bible man. Um. There was, uh, but yeah, 
I'm interested to see how this translate in, translates into the ring. Yeah, same, dude, for sure. Because, like, it does not fit. It's completely separate. Mm-hmm. It, Yeah, and it, I would, I mean, I'm not feeling a rush to see him wrestling again. I like to see where this all goes. Yeah. I mean, of course, I do feel like he needs to get back in the ring at some point, but. No, he doesn't need to get in the ring's Elias, but we'll. <laughs> well, oh, we can talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We have differing opinions, I assume. So, what do you guys, who, I'm assuming he'll have a match of money in the bank? No, no, no probably in the, that'll be probably in the be the match. first time when he's actually like in the arena, though. Yeah. Who do you think will be his first opponent? Depends I, on where he goes, because they showed his vignette on both shows. That's mm-hmm. true. I also like I heard this on another show um, going in raw. John yeah, Cena. Yeah. Yes. It's well, the perfect thing. I, but I like the idea of uh, someone coming onto the show and that's how they build it is like he's like interviewing them or like uh-huh. he they're they're like somewhat of a character I on would love his to show. see like like if you like at some point had like Drew McIntyre in that sort of like funhouse setting that yeah. would be so fucking fun. I, I really wanted I want John Cena to be on that show so bad just like have him there like he would normally be on a kid's show and just like slowly getting more and more confused about what's going on. Yeah. Oh, and right. like Bray at, if he's ever going to be like serious like and have any credibility, he needs to beat John Cena in a few. Oh, of course. Because that's like what started his, his Barry. Like the real decline in, in Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Really? Yeah, for sure. I uh this is one of those things where it's like it could very easily get old quick or like mishandled. Yep. Or just yep. or just one week it just it never happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um but I like where, everything else with where it stands now, I was super entertained by that segment. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what I'm intrigued up his sleeve. Very cautiously. Right. Yeah. Same. Like I that's just true of all things WWE lately, because it's like some amazing stuff has happened and stuff, and then just like, like who still the don't fuck trust knows. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm wanna be super optimistic about it. Like hope it's like the fashion files, but actually also translates into the ring. Yeah. You know? Like, cause I think there's all the potential in the world for that. Bray's an amazing performer and he's just like, his booking has been so shitty that the character, they killed the old version of his character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's I mean, it's when Randy Orton burned down his fucking house. Yeah. Like there's been so many times when they've like killed off his character and then he still was able to bring something back and they did it again and again. So hopefully they just don't do that. This oh, time. like all the stuff with Matt Hardy, like could have been something really, really interesting and different, and it kind of just it just flopped. was very same same all the time. Like, yeah, it was like a they took a really safe approach to something that was supposed to be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the Hardy House Halloween is wonderful. If, yeah, like, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. It's great. I I love it. It's exactly what all of that should have been, but that was the only glimpse at that we got. Mm-hmm. Everything else was just kind like even what it was the not ultimate deletion. What do they call it? The final deletion. The final deletion was TNA. The supreme deletion. I don't remember. I think it's ultimate deletion. I think it was also. And like that was fun. Like, but it, it did really well in the ratings, mm-hmm. and they were gonna go for it. But then I think shit happened with uh, Matt Hardy getting injured and stuff. And yeah, his uh, but that's his a fusion of his fucking pelvis. That's so dumb because they could have kept doing stuff like that without him being. But in the Vince ring. didn't like, like it, right? Because like it was supposed to be um its own thing, right? And then they kind of just had to be the main event of Raw that we like that segment. Uh, yeah, the ultimate deletion. Like it was really underplayed. Um, and then like people the th- liked the, it. The thing was is that Vince 
was didn't get it. He didn't have any faith in it. But he was like, you put it on the main event. He's like, all right, let's just see how it does. Right. And it did really well. So he was like, let's go for it. But then other shit happened and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But no, he af- afterwards, he even like complimented Matt and everybody loved it, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So those are seen positively by Vince. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, saw I don't know if any of you saw Matt Hardy like replied to like WWE's tweet about Firefly Funhouse with just like a gif of um, the Lake of Reincarnation. Said He said wonderful. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. That was very nice. good. Um, two more things about the Firefly Funhouse. Yes. Um, it really makes me wish John Cena was going to be the host of Blue's Clues. I know, man. Me too. Um, also, do you know who Kyle Kinane is? Well, yeah. Uh, that's what Bray Wyatt sounds like. He sounds just like Kyle Kinane. Got a raspy and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I'm back, man. Better than ever, man. (laughs) Um, I like the cult leader persona thing. Like, I lead all my fireflies. You just gotta let me in. It's like, it's just... Fun. Yeah. It makes me want to play Far Cry 5, dude. You kill Ooh, cultists. Yeah. Kill the cults. Oh, I like to kill the cults. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Triple H uh, announced two triple threats to decide who was going to face Seth at Money in the Bank. That's fun. Sometimes I'm like, wait, why is Triple H out here? There were two triple threats, and then those two people were going to fight to see who was going to fight. There was a Triple H. There was two triple threats. What's dumb about that whole thing is like, at the beginning of it all, Michael Cole broke all that down, and then right, he told us all of that, and then Triple H came and like like we were cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, it felt almost like a segment got cut, and they're like, Triple H, go out there and explain your plan. The rumor mill rumor stated that they finished writing Raw four minutes before it went on air. This, uh, there are some right. things that seemed uh, apparent. The left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. Just like me, it. man. <laughs> I sit on my hands sometimes for like half an hour. They call that the no stranger, idea. man. What you doing over there, righty man? Uh-oh. Hey, righty, want to come join the party, man? <laughs> lefty. Oh, you're going down south, huh? Make some room, Lefty. Going to go work in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so one of those was AJ versus Ray versus Joe. Good match. Really wow. good match. Really good match. Great match. I loved the ending of it. Seeing Samoa Joe take the six one nine, and then AJ Styles hitting the Styles Clash on Rey Mysterio on top of Samoa I, Joe. I really liked it too. Yeah, that was really fun. And then AJ pinned Joe, which was fun. So it's like, I was really glad they pinned Joe because I first I was like, Ray doesn't need to get beat down. Ray doesn't need to get beat down. Also, doing a Styles Clash onto Samoa Joe would be like less bad than just a Styles Clash onto the ring. Uh-huh. But AJ doing a Styles Clash. On, like with Ray onto Joe, like in kayfabe, you can go. Oh, okay, I guess like Joe got hurt by right. that. Joe would like, be more hurt than Ray because he sure. he also just got the like the six one nine and all mm-hmm. that. So yeah, he just got he just got hit with a lot of. He stuff. got double finished, and then also I mean he's the U.S. champion, so I mean it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was fun. So AJ Styles then moved on to the main event of of Raw to face an unnamed opponent. Yeah. yeah. Between Drew, Miz, and Corbo. Fuck that match. What? <laughs> I actually really liked that match. Drew, I thought, Drew's really good. Drew's good. Miz was Miz was doing a lot of work in that match. And none of it was like very good. It was like um sloppy. Mm. But like was, his yes kicks are like the worst. Mm. Especially it, like when you see Daniel throw him, like torques his hips. Yeah. I thought he had some like really good intensity in that match though. I think like his character stuff in the ring is like he is always he's always trying real hard 
Oh, he's, he's, he's working his he's ass working off. He's working his ass off. And I, to an extent, it works. There's just, he needs to figure out how to be a, wrestle as like an intense baby face because that's not the Miz at all. Like, so, like, the yes kicks being sloppy worked when he was a heel because it was like, that's the, that's the joke. That's the, yeah. He needs to figure out how to be like an intense, fiery baby face. I'd like, I hope he does because I really, I really like what the Miz is doing, but yeah, like definitely when you watch him wrestle, he's not nearly as smooth as like a Drew McIntyre, smoother than Baron Corbin almost. But, uh, I'd say that he is like Baron again, like we say this sometimes, Baron has those like really good, like five moves, right. maybe. Yeah. Like that deep six always looks so good. Miz is like more smooth for a whole match, but like none of his individual moves look. Baron is worse than the Miz by a wide margin. The Miz is still really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Drew is good. Drew's good as hell. Drew's good. Miz, I think was showing off a lot more than he's shown recently in that match. It was good. Good business. But we saw Baron Corbin God, and get I'm the so win. Fucking, it's like, like tired long, of him. How long do you expect us to believe that he's in the fucking main title picture? And like, I I get it to an extent. Like, he's the only person on the roster that has like legitimate heat with the crowd. But like, it's go away heat. It's, it's yeah, and it doesn't have to be like. I don't you, know. I think people like to hate him. I like I, to hate him. I I, I I'm so sick of him. I so I sick of I him. even like to hate him to an extent, but it's like. I I'm giving him a lot of goodwill there, knowing that it's not his it's not his fault. It's not like, like he's really yeah. You know, like the reasons why I love to hate like or like dislike him aren't are booking decisions, not like him really. Well, like because I, I like him about fifty fifty. I, I, I like big stupid idiot Corbin and like the I too I'd miss him if he was gone. The I don't even know if I would oh, anymore though. Like oh, no. I there's. <laughs> Like some of the stuff he does that are that's really subtle makes me go, okay, he understands like what how stupid this character he plays is, like the double shirt thing, uh-huh. and stuff like that. Oh, it has nothing. But that's not the ever the direction they lean into. Uh-huh. They they book him way too strong. Like that's the thing. I would like I I like having him around. I don't like seeing him as much as we see him. I I really wanted him when he was like GM, you know, to like like cut backstage and he's literally drowning in paperwork and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think he would be great if they actually leaned into uh-huh. like him being an, a fucking idiot, but that's not what they, not do. What they did. Uh, I, I do like, it has nothing to do with him at all that the, uh, every week he's whatever town they're in's favorite son. See, like that stuff is like, I think that's great. That that's him being that dumb, big, dumb idiot. Yeah. Like, but it cracks me up every time. And then Corey Graves always like puts him up so much. I think Corey Graves has a lot of uh deserves a lot of credit for any um joy we get out of Baron Corbin in the ring. But I I I I hate him so much. I don't know. I think if I don't know. I think if he was more entertaining, good in the ring. <laughs> yeah, or in no. a, a position where he was like fighting for like a contendership against like the U.S. title, I would that I'd be fine. With I'd that. believe like, that more, especially when like right now the the main title on on both shows is like a work like it should be like serious good workers in that scene right now because that's who the champions are. Like mm-hmm. there's a I think there's a space for either your mid card or your main title to like be you know more of a like quote unquote like sports entertainer or a like serious worker yeah like make the u.s title more of like the like 
Like there was a time when it was like Bobby Roode, Jinder, Rusev. Those like that I was the US mean, title. I think like, you mean Robert Roode. Yeah, ru- yeah. Se- sex Roode. Um, <laughs> Joey Ryan's dad. Yeah. Silas Young Roode. <laughs> yeah. Undercover like, cop Roode. I think it'd be fine if like the mid-card title was more that style, the more like WWE quote-unquote main event style. But Baron doesn't fit in with like all the workers that are up. No, it's like it's in super apparent and when he, he's up against he's them. He's just like, like it, it, it's just it's painful to watch because like it is go away heat. Nobody like people don't boo because they're like, oh, we don't like the character of Baron Corbin. People are just sick of it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like it's the same dumb promo every time. It's always him finding some friends to beat up a baby face. Like it's just always. It's just it's just so overplayed. Like even if they just got like got rid of him for a while. Mm. He does that thing that is like so annoying. It's like it's like a high school bully who thinks he's like really smart, but it's just like obnoxious and like, dude, fucking shut up. He's like it's not funny. When he's mm. like, did you retire an Olympic gold medalist in his last match at WrestleMania? Did, yeah. No. Did you eliminate or like retire a WrestleMania? It's like he, stop. He's Baron? he's too dumb without being bumbling. Yeah. Like if he was like like actually like bumbling over his words and like if he was like Biff Tannen from yeah. like yeah. from Back to the Future, that's who Baron Corbin should be, not like like someone who's like actually kind of making good points but uh-huh. is an idiot while saying it. Right. Like, like I like yeah, if he just leaned into that like absolutely like just cocky side of the things without actually trying to portray himself as a serious character while saying stupid, like stupid shit, like uh-huh. being cocky about saying he started calling shit. people turd. Like, I would love that in kayfabe. He has every right to be cocky about retiring Kurt Angle. Like yeah. that's not fun. Like yeah. it's just annoying. He needs a lackey. Yeah. This is go away. But, uh, AJ beat him. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. AJ beat him in the main event. And Seth, AJ at Money in the Bank, first match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good first. It's uh, a really good first feud for, first feud. for Seth. Had, did they, did they, uh, have they ever fought? Not there. No. Okay. Probably in TNA. No, they, no. No. Because oh. their ring of, was, nope. oh, it was a, uh, it was a an lot. independent match in Iowa. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. They talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some, okay, yeah, I've yeah. Seen some pictures from that. And it's when it's like it was really good. <laughs> hundred, it's like a hundred and fifty pound Tyler Black when he was like nineteen. And I just went in there and I'm like, wow, this guy's good. <laughs> Man, I'm Iowa strong, bro. <laughs> um, I don't. I didn't write down the whole thing. So, so something I really liked from the beginning of Raw that I'm not gonna say it gave me that sort of feeling that like watching some fun like New Japan stuff will give you. Where it's like, it feels like you're almost watching like, when they say like WWE is like redneck anime. Yeah. That's what it was when Seth was out there and like Triple H was like, you know, like, now you got the title. People are going to be coming after you. You're the Kingslayer. That's me. Yeah. You murdered me. I'm Uh, the king. (laughs) And then you kicked in Brock Lesnar's bucket head. I said, bucket head. (laughs) Oh man, bucket head should have come out. Yeah. (laughs) Just wailing on that fucking guitar. playing, uh, like, using fried chicken as a pick. And then, like, Seth, and then all of a sudden the contenders start coming out, talking, like, to Seth, like, I'm gonna fucking take that title off you. And then he gets the mic, he's like, now I know what you mean when you said they'd be coming after me. It just reminded me of watching fucking, like, some sort of, like, anime. Yeah. It's just, it is just Dragon Ball Z. Every person (laughs) that he defeats and, like, retains the title, he should, like, 
now have that blank killer and like <laughs> yeah. it should be like like fucking Dragon Ball Z where it's like going up the Saiyan levels. It's like uh now he's now he's he's the phenomenal like, killer. The, the one the one the one killer. Oh yeah, right. The Gillette killer. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um oh, but, like that's oh, yeah. what's fun for me is when like watching it, it's like, oh hey look, there's a clear storyline that they're trying to get across and it's getting across. Yeah. Fun. So another thing that got across is that the Iconics lose every time. Uh, Naomi beat Billy yeah. K. Yeah. I know. It's like, book your champions to fucking win. Even, sneaky they, wins. Yeah, sneaky let wins. Them cheat to win at but least. But they're not even... They're, uh, book them that way. They don't have to... Like, it's... It's so tough to watch because... Naomi's super athletic, and like when she's in there with somebody that's really good, mm. someone who's like can call like structure a match to use her athleticism. It's great, but this was I mean, oh my god, mm. it's tough to watch. It is, it is There's hard like, to watch. And I think this is like I think it's also telling with like the ratings and everything. I know shit is getting super tough to watch because like, yeah, I mean people who are already just huge like wrestling fans stand the iconic super hard, and they're like, oh, Baron's funny. But like, why are you looking at me? <laughs> like Elias, I, like, I, Elias. <laughs> these are dude. like I agree. Like I, these are all things that I kind of enjoy at least to some extent. But all of the reasons why I enjoy them are like turning off my brain. Yep. Like if I like actually critically think about it, I I hate like I want I want the Iconics to be doing funny like shit like they did in NXT especially. But like their matches have been so they're bad. They've bad. lost like what three weeks in a row now. I mean, they lost. I think they've lost every bout they've been in since they won those titles. They have, yes, they have legitimately yeah. have whether it's a tag team or, or singles or singles. And that's that doesn't make and any none sense. of them are good matches. No, no. If it would be one thing if like it was almost like the revival where the revival were losing a ton, but they're still great matches and like shit was happening. Like it was all it was still annoying, but it it would be better. Like that, it'd be like great matches where like some weird shit happens and they get rolled up or something. Yeah. Versus like bad matches, like and even their like backstage stuff, even if it's funny, on it's not at the level it was in NXT because it's overwritten. It just seems like, yeah, it's falling flat. Their characters are falling flat. Like if you look at just the them in general as far as perception, like they're just showing that like it doesn't like these titles don't necessarily matter. Mm-hmm. They don't matter. Right. And like they're just everybody else is gonna go over, mm. and then they're gonna have like a multi-person match, and then like they're gonna get like a roll-up pin, yeah. and then it's just gonna be dumb. Oscar and Kyrie need to squash them at Money in the Bank, like yeah. straight up, like one second squash match, and then have them hold the titles at least through SummerSlam just to like, shove zucchini down their throat. Something, dude. I I know, and it's like I want better for them. I want better for the Iconics. I really do think they're a really entertaining team. I want better for that division. It was kind of a rough yeah. night all around for the women's division on Raw. That Alicia Fox and um, Becky match fell that apart. That was fucking rough. Yeah. I know, and it wasn't Becky's fault. I think Alicia messed one of them up was the... one of it was like was definitely Alicia's fault. Like the like that first botch, uh-huh. and then they just both like got like deer in headlights. Like oh shit, I Becky, know. it like, just kind of fell apart. Becky is a is amazing worker, and like even Alicia like at She's times has up. been okay. Like. You, she doesn't ring, look. Ring rust is she, defi- ring rust is real, yeah. and she's been gone for a long time dealing with some stuff. Apparently. And accidents happen, things get lost. It just but it happens. I don't want to harp on them. Yeah, there's but, been some Becky matches where like if the other person gets lost and there's some botches, like Becky doesn't always know how to, to salvage it, and mm-hmm. that it's understandable. Like, and it, it was ugly. Um, yeah, and this segment upset me. 
Which one? When Lacey came out. Mm-hmm. So, okay. First of all, her punch isn't that good. No. She's she's laid a couple in, though, that looked like fucking painful. But sh- it shouldn't, like... Decimate Becky? Yeah, because Becky's taken punches from mm. Ronda and kept going. I, I, oh, sorry. It's because it's, 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 it's like... It's her finish. Yeah. That's the thing. I it's think like it the makes... big show's punch where is if he did the hand motion of like like lifting his hand up in the mm-hmm. air then like making a fist and going Argh! like WMD. Right. Like if yeah. if if Lacey like laid one into Becky and she like no sold it, it would I don't I'm I'm not a big fan of Lacey Evans' character or the woman's right as a finish. All uh, right. The the yeah. The uh but like uh it needs to be sold strong. I think that's gonna make it more effective when they do have that match. Together, and, Be- and Becky kicks out of it. Becky sure. kicks out of it the, and like comes back from I, it. I hate punch finishes, but at least like with the Big Show, the Big Show is gigantic. Like the idea of like his like punch being more mm-hmm. powerful than someone else's. Like in kayfabe, you can believe because his hand is the size of someone else's head. Right? Yeah. Lacey Evans though is I was noticing on Raw fucking pretty goddamn jacked. Oh, she is jacked, but like not like the big difference. Show, not yeah. seven foot tall. Yeah, like, like hundred pound. Yeah, I understand like the disparity in like height across the women's division isn't like quite as wide as like big show to other men. Like, yeah. because there's a whole, like, like it, he's just a gigantic person. And he's a big show. Yeah. He's a big show. Wow. But like, it's not convincing like for Lacey Evans and she's like athletic. Why not? Just, she does like that moonsault. Just have her moonsault be her finisher. Yeah. A, a punch understand. as a finish is a really uh tricky it's thing to pull cause, off. Like, they Unless you it. cock your hand and jump in the air. Yeah. Course, well, that's just a setup move, though. Oh, that's, that's true. Not a finish. Um, they they switched her to the the punch when she became heel because they don't want her to be doing like a heel doing a moonsault. I yeah. think, but like, there's so many other things you could do, like have the punch be a setup move into a finish. I just I don't like it. I don't that's like terrible. her. I want her to go home. Yeah, I know. Awful. Go but make your shitty ass steak. Hopefully. It's I mean, just, I don't think I don't think she's gonna take one of those titles off Becky. And I don't then, think so. so this is what I think is gonna happen. Um, that money in the bank. So Becky already has two matches. She's gonna she's gonna win both of them, but then somebody's gonna cash in on her yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I think she might almost squash Lacey. Like I, I would not be surprised. Oh, like, they they want to push Lacey and like they're going super hard, but she's not ready. Like her promos, mm. I even trying to watch. Like she didn't do the Southern accent at all this time. It went like I mean, it was, she started it. And then it just left. Yeah, it's and worse they, than Lana. It's so weird. Like they, it feels like someone there. Like it's obvious. It seems like Vince. But even when it, she was in NXT, it felt like when they like switched her to this character when she became heel, they were just like, "Oh, we got something here." But it's like I don't know who is thinking that or why, because there's never been anything that compelling about her. She was like kind of boring, but more compelling when she was a babyface talking about being like a Marine and a single mom and shit. Like, yeah, I know it, it does seem like I don't under the, it feels really on its own to have this. Like, it looks like a character who like, yeah, like step through a time machine or something. Uh, I mean, I guess she's less of like the like fifties, like pinup style that NXT kind of seemed like, mm-hmm. but I mean, she still wears the same stuff, but like now she's the sassy Southern bill. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's a plantation owner. I know. Huh? It feels that way. That's where it's like, yeah, I don't know who she's appealing to other than Vince. <laughs> Vince. Yeah. Get more affluent white Americans. Yeah. I mean, it's, Nice that she's a heel and playing that. I guess. I guess. But, yeah, because you could totally see them being like, 
I mean, she'd be female AJ if she was a baby face That's 100%. in a way. <laughs> yeah. Like, where it's like, ooh, you always feel like this southern person's about to say something real not but good. But AJ's character's <laughs> all outside of the ring. It's not, like, he doesn't have any of his, like, the stuff that we don't like about him is never translates into his character as AJ Styles. Hers does. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, the names of, like, the woman's right, the right. southern belt, the hats. The, I, I fucking hate so much that they named that finish the women's right, especially, like, when her whole thing isn't even, like, being... Like, she does say stuff like, oh, I'm a real woman and shit like that. But, like, it's more like, I'm a lady. Yeah, she's It should more... be the ladies right, and that would be the joke. But, yeah. like, also, she only ever, she started using the women's the women's right when she became a heel. And, Which like, is interesting. And they named it that. And yeah. she's like, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it comes across more, it comes across less of, like, like women's rights and more of, like, right wing. Yeah, women. oh, 100%. But... I don't know. I I don't want to harp on them like that. I just, I think Monday Night Raw was a, a bit rough goings for yeah. for a lot of them. Except we got Sammy doing his fucking wild ass entrance. I love it. I feel like it's been controversial. People have been like kind of cold people on are, it. People are annoyed of it, but I think it's fucking I'm, awesome. Okay. I'm Sammy an, can shit gold in my opinion. I, I think so. I, I enjoy it. The only thing is, I know it's not gonna propel him. Yep. Anywhere yep. like. And I want so much better for Sammy, but like, I th- I think it's going to because I think because like he keeps like mentioning like it's not the company, Bob. So I think Vince is like, this is probably like, even like Vince is like, I'm sick of these fucking fans. Yeah, I they know. don't they don't like my decisions. Sammy, go go be mean. God damn it, that's Sammy. what I wonder. Like, so he's gonna I I love these promos because I'm also like I fucking agree with you. Um, but like I. I wonder who his opponent is going to be. Someone's going to come try to shut him up. That's my thing. Is like I just I feel like whoever it's going to be is going to win because he's a heel, right? Yeah, but like, and then it'll just be like I I really hope I'm wrong. Like it's just that feels like the pattern with Sami Zayn for the last like entire time he's been on the main roster. Like it was just like as soon as you think he's doing like he is doing something cool and interesting, and then oh a Bobby Lashley feud. Right. Oh, a Baron Corbin feud. Oh, a Braun Strowman feud. And like, it just gets fed a lot. It does seem interesting because he is like he's amazing on the mic and he's really good in the ring. So I don't, I don't know why he hasn't really been put in a, a more significant role. Reli- reliable hand syndrome, like not just. But that, could be a compelling champion. I not think. just that. Like he uh, has a tendency to rub people the wrong way because he's mm-hmm. very honest about how he feels. Yeah, well, he, that and he's just a very weird person, mm-hmm. and so like. He had a lot of heat at, at Ring of Honor mm-hmm. when he first got there. He just makes himself at home. Yeah, I love that. Like, about he, like him. he's I been admire, there for. I admire that about. Like him. he's Sammy just been Zane. there for ten years and yeah. like he got a lot of heat from people. I mean, like I, I absolutely love Sammy. I love listening to him talk and stuff. But there's still even been moments on like those Jericho podcast episodes where I'm just like, oh my god, Sammy, get to the point. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like as much as I want to love Sammy Zayn, if I had to spend a day with him, I would never want to talk to him again. Mm. Like, I, I, I have it. friends that are like that, where like, and yeah, like, you gotta take I'll, breaks. I introduce like them to someone else, like another friend of mine that's never met him, and they're just like, I can see it in that other friend's face, like, oh my god, like this is a lot for me. Like, why are you friends with this person? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um. That's yeah. how a lot of people were whenever Kelly was around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, catchy catch catch. She, she was a little much in her day. She was. Uh, SmackDown is that all of Raw? 
Um, yeah, we saw AJ Styles win. So now yeah. we saw it. So we got to that. Um, what happened? Oh, the what happened with the men's tags tags on raw was there anything um usos just kind of kind of promo with the revival yeah um cedric and cesaro had a great match yeah that was oh, a very good yeah, match. Yeah. i also Ooh. love like like they played into like oh cedric has to get used to like wrestling with bigger guys and also cesaro is a great base for high flying stuff mm-hmm. yeah he he's worked a lot of lucha guys so and so and it shows so the the two weeks of superstar shakeup that we saw didn't end on those two weeks no. because the bar is no longer on the same brands anymore. I don't think they're listed. I think Seamus is listed on SmackDown. Now. Yeah. Seamus is still listed on SmackDown. I wonder if his neck is starting to like uh, a concussion. Thing. Oh, he has a concussion. Mm. Ooh, I concussion. Mean, a lot of stuff just piling up for him. Like, yeah, we've, we've been saying for like over a year that he was like, on borrowed time. On borrowed time. It, I mean, with spinal stenosis, you are like, any day, any match could be your last match. If yeah, spinal stenosis. So I mean, and this has been a good run for him. Absolutely, like, like yeah. when, I as as a, an outsider fan, I fucking hated Sheamus. The most I've ever liked when, as an insider fan, I hated <laughs> Sheamus. Yeah. When I started watch, so when I started watching again, he's better than fucking Baron. Yeah, when I started watching wrestling and again, Miz. was when right, Cesaro and Sheamus were having their best of seven series, like. That ended up turning into them like being a tag team, um, when they tied their like this best of seven series and it became Debar. Yeah, they had they had a double double count out in the in the seventh match, mm-hmm. and then Mick Foley gave them a tag team title opportunity yeah. like together. And like I hated Sheamus when it started. Like, and I was like bummed that I had to watch Cesaro have at least seven matches with Sheamus. Like. <laughs> I was bummed when that was like the whole thing. And like at this point, like Seamus, I'm not like that interested in him doing anything as a singles really, but like the bar has a really been a really good tag team. Yeah. yeah and like they're real they they became like not just like interesting characters and stuff, but like they like Cesaro brought out the best in Seamus as a worker too, like mm-hmm. being on that tag team. Right. And all that being said, I'm really excited to see what Cesaro does uh, with more of a singles career. Because I do, I don't think that being a part of the bar was like holding him back by any means, but I don't think it was allowing him to showcase just how fucking good he is. Yeah. And so like, you know, that could be a really good uh, first big feud for Sami Zayn. Well, didn't they have insane matches on NXT? Sami and, and Cesaro, at least one very, very good They one. had two really good ones. That could be One was cool. a two out of three falls and then... And that's like one of the best yeah, NXT yeah. I, I don't know. Ever. I don't know what... Cesaro's motivation for trying to shut Sammy up. Is no, it? he's a heel, so it wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. I mean, they'll team up and deflate beach balls together. That'd be fun. Maybe 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 Cesaro needs a new tag team partner that can finally call up Chris Hero. That'd be great. It seems like Chris Hero has his own little uh, spot carved out for him. His little racket going, mm-hmm. being like a, essentially like a recruiter, it looks like. Yeah, and then just like going, you know, going home to his, his girlfriend who's going to be in NXT for a long time, so... Mm-hmm. The the Queen of Strong Smile. <laughs> Is that her nickname? It's one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh SmackDown. Um Oh also Ricochet lost to Robert Rude. Oh man, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Robert Rude is now the Robert Rude. He's not he's, Bobby Rude. He's Oakley Dokley the sex man. Yeah. He's Silas I, Young. He's, he's the Joy most, Ryan's father. He's the most ravishing Rick Rude. I yeah. like it's they it's, don't like do a like funny. like big show in WCW saying that he was actually Andre the Giant's son with him and and Rick Rude. 
Yeah. Like they're miss they're missing the boat. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's so on the nose. I genuinely the mustache. Like yeah, it. it's like right Genuine, there on his nose. It is right under there, tickling them little hairs. A little flavor slaver. <laughs> Got a little push broom up there. But um, people were like, oh, no, is Ricochet being Barry, blah, blah, blah. Fuck because, no. like, the big directive was, like, got to protect him. Um, People were asked about that, and they replied, don't worry about it. Like, right. they just, yeah. like, like, they were scrambling. They just didn't care. I am more like, worried about. Didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. I'm more worried about the fucking sound effects in his entrance <laughs> than him losing. They keep the adding robber. more. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Oh, he's going to be fine. He's got yeah. plenty of time. I actually think it's great that Robert Rude won. Rob Rude. Because he's coming off. He's more of a heel now, which I, I don't is what he needed why you'd to be. I don't understand why you beat Ricochet. There are plenty of people to beat. I don't know why. Yeah. Should have been Baron. Fucking put no, Baron. You shouldn't have just made that match. It yeah. just shouldn't have happened. Right. It, like, I it, know. But if anything, Robert Rude should have just like walked out or done some shit like that. Like I thought it was a... It was. I really hope that he gets a good little... Pushki, because he's a he's he's really entertaining to watch, especially as a heel, and like that's what we were seeing from him on Raw, and I want to see more of that. I, I wanna, just want to see beer money. That'd be great. I like. I just want to see it like him, like him in NXT, like was really captivating because like they played up the fact that like he's not an NXT style wrestler. Like he like they made him like tactical and like he only could beat Shinsuke because like. He exploited Shinsuke hurting his his knee and like stuff like that, but we've not seen any of that on the main roster. Yeah. Well, also, like, they like made it like like a clear like he didn't go to the performance center. He lived on it like he lived in Toronto. He mm. was there. Like they, they made it clear that he was like he thought he was above everything. Yeah, he was saying and saying stuff like I'm gonna like the front rows aren't gonna be these sloppy fans. They're gonna be like CEOs and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. so, like I just want to see something more like that where it actually like. His smile looks so sad. I know it looks upsetting. So I don't want him to smile ever again. But like that part in the match where he was beating down uh, Ricochet, and then like just looks up in the crowd and is like, "This is why I'm glorious." It's like that felt more like passionate than anything else he's done since he got to the main roster. Yeah. So I I hope I think it's a high profile match for him to win. I'm glad he did. I don't think Ricochet is hurting at all because of it. It just makes Bobby Roode look good. Robert Roode. I apologize. Yeah, respect. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. I really like watching him. Robert Roode. Uh, SmackDown. Elias and Shane. Dream uh, Team, baby. Hanging out. They beat up. They beat up Roman Reigns. Big dog. I like how there was this whole thing. Like, is Roman gonna get fired for laying out oh Vince God. McMahon? It's no. <laughs> the, the Roman versus the Authority storyline. Like, right. It's so cheesy. It's old. It's just old hat. You know. Mm-hmm. Sure. And not they're just doing it on smackdown this and time. now but but it's like even worse because now it's elias <laughs> that's good for roman though roman needs to be beating down people that people like to boo no but people like ironically like elias too it's not ironic yeah. <laughs> so like these people we actually who, walk with him isai so the, yeah have you ever been to the 5k walk with elias i would go you just you just you just strum your leads people it's gonna they're they're it's gonna be bad yeah because like the crowd's gonna be if the crowd isn't gonna be split during the match, but like people do enjoy like Elias like the shtick. his shtick and his segments like it should have I think this first like I'm I'm gonna guess it happens at SummerSlam, but this first feud should have just been Shane. Like straight up Shane and Roman and have Roman just 
give him a concussion again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think that's I think Shane's gonna interrupt that. I think that match at Money in the Bank, and that's what's gonna take off their feud, and that's gonna go until SummerSlam. We're Probably. guys. We're about to enter WWE summer booking. Mm-hmm. I just want to warn you. <laughs> I know. Gender I know. champion. I don't think it's. I think it can't be as bad as it's been all the years, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think am I and what I'm just I guess is just what I'm hoping for is that as long as Roman stays away from the main title picture for a while, I think people are gonna get behind him. And I don't mm-hmm. th- I think a small feud with Elias and a medium sized feud with Shane, um, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna hurt him at all. Yeah. Uh, and as long as th- they... this isn't this isn't what's like the thing with Roman, they have to be very careful. Yeah, because it's about to slide back into the status quo before everything happened with him. Mm. Before like every like he went off like to battle leukemia and come back and like was Prater like everybody's like yeah he's fucking back. They're slipping right back into the status quo of him versus the authority, and like, it's people are just gonna be like oh no not this again. They, what they need to do is like. To not repeat what they've done in the past. Like, it can even be him versus Shane, but it's not going to be just him. It's, Shane isn't going to be the one fighting until SummerSlam. Like, Shane shouldn't have a match until SummerSlam. But they need to pick who the proxies are for the authority very well and have it be actually still entertaining matches. Like, otherwise, it's going to get boring and it's going to be repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing is, there's almost no heels on SmackDown. So. Then they had to make one. Mm. And they did it well. Yeah. Um, in my notes, I have Kevin with New Day is just the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, at what point in the show did you write that down? Uh, Beginning? my second note. <laughs> yeah. we'll, um, get, we'll get to the uh, to the aftermath. Okay. Mm. Of a it, it was, it, it was it, him with New Day was fantastic. Like, I'm fine that it's not, mm-hmm. that it's over in a way because. What, 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 what sucks is that. With Daniel Bryan getting injured and uh, reports are it's not his head. Good, that's good. So that's always good. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 not bad enough where Bree right now is like on a total divas trip, like in Hawaii. Yeah. So well, that's a paycheck. Yeah, but, but still, like I'm just, yeah, I'm just I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think she would have done it either way, but <laughs> but still, it's nothing where it's like super serious. Um, Kevin. Was supposed to be the number two babyface on SmackDown, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, under Roman, it was supposed to be Kevin. They wanted him to like literally. His character was exactly what we're saying that every man who eats junk food mm. hangs out with his kids, but he can kick ass. That's why they gave him the stunner. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna yeah. be the guy. They had to turn him. I wouldn't be surprised if later on they turn him back. I wouldn't be surprised if literally after this feud, if if Dana Bryan's back, that they turned him immediately back, or he's goes like, oh man, like. I really like do need to change, like, like basically just like reboot what they they've been doing well, and saying like like if they like like say Daniel like they get like hey Daniel's gonna come back on this date yeah. and he loses the match and like it's him there all bummed out and everybody like he's like you know what maybe maybe there's something wrong with me right. and then comes back and like tries to prove to Kofi against whoever like mm-hmm. hey you know what like I'm fucking changed actually saves him then they don't have a storyline then it branches off into something yeah he else. needs to then go completely away from like new day and like make people forget that he had betrayed them like right yeah, yeah it was run down what happened too yeah so they were in a match it was kofi versus nakamura with oh man Rusev this was the, the main event in a suit Ooh, Rusev looking dapper yeah. Whew. Looking um, good. 
but uh, Kofi pushes. Oh, Nakamura fucking put on his working shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's the Nakamura I like. Um, Nakamura was going for the knee or something. Kinshasa. Uh, Co- Kofi pushed him Boom out of the way. <laughs> Kofi pushed Kevin out of the way so he wouldn't get hurt. And then well, so Kofi at, takes the knee. Oh, uh-huh. you want? You oh, want no, to so further I, back? I, no, no, no. At first, Kevin and Xavier. So this, this is the they main were event. commentating. They were they had their own pancake table. It's great. It was fun. I love. I fucking love Kevin Owens when he's fucking commentating. Mm-hmm. I just oh, he's love. The, I like to watch old PWG, dude. I love he was when the he was best like, and he had like, zero filter. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I hope Kofi does that thing where he smacks his ribs. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he. I just love hearing him talk. He is. He should teach people. How to speak? He's just so it's comfortable. So, it was just so Sorry. incredible because he's not a native English speaker. Like he, like he learned. It, it makes sense in like this hilarious way that he learned to speak English by listening to Jim Ross on commentary. And he's so he just has such a know, perfect cool. cadence yeah. and like it's it's, it's his choices. It's of very everything. Canadian. Yeah, he, sound, he sounds very Canadian. Um, but that yeah, that was going on during the match. Uh, and yeah, and then. Um, I don't quite remember how it got into everybody being in the ring. Probably Lana somehow. There was just some sort of disruption. Same. It turned into a same a, thing a that fight. always happens, <laughs> right? It turned into a fight. Uh, so the new days in there with Kevin Owens, Big K, yeah, Big O, Big O, Big O, Big yeah. O. That's right, Big O. Um, but yeah, so tires. Kofi pushes Kevin out of the way, um, saves his fucking life. Uh, Kofi takes the knee. And then uh, the Kinshasa. Technically, Kinshasa is a shin thrust. The Bumai knee was the knee. They're different the moves. Knee. They, they call it a knee, but it's technically a shin thrust, like a running shin thrust. Kofi gets hit. Um, <laughs> then Kevin instantly super kicks him. Yeah. I even think super like, kicks Kofi. Yeah. yeah super yeah. kicks Kofi. Kofi. Turns on and the just like. Instantly, his eyes change. Uh-huh. He just like. He has a very just, like, good, like, almost like. Uh, Sociopathic look. Yeah, yeah. I think like, they can yes. even they can use that if they if and when they turn a babyface again to say like, man, I've got I've got some some like habits to unpack here. Like well, I I just like yeah. go into autopilot and yeah. like betray and someone. One <laughs> thing I love about this, it's the same thing every fucking time, but like I love it every time. But it, it oh, comes yeah. from a this different is... angle each time. Like it, they still he is still so good at like his character work and stuff that it still has been surprising every time. Like, yeah, even though like if you, you know, I wasn't, I I think I called it too. Like he's going to turn on him. Well, yeah, I was just expecting to go longer or something like that. But like, if you go back, I I wasn't watching at the time, but you still watch that NXT takeover where he turns on Sammy when he comes in. And even though, you know, it's going to happen, he is still so bought into celebrating with Sammy until he turns that it still like feels surprising. The festival of friendship. Everyone fucking knew it was going to happen, and it was still shocking. The, the, uh-huh. the thing with the Sammy and Kevin one at that takeover is they were bringing up, like, everybody was going to be stoked on Kevin because he is, like, a, such an indie star. Yeah. That, like, everybody was waiting for it down the line. Nobody thought it was going to yeah. happen that night. Mm-hmm. But, uh, even, like, I, you know, I knew it was going to happen before I ever watched that match, yep. and it was still somehow felt shocking. Like, put that fucking lower graphic on, and they're just hugging, like, legit tears in their eyes mm-hmm. like they both fucking made it. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, Festival of Friendship, like, it it wasn't even a sudden thing. Like, Jericho, like, pulled out the, the list of KO thing. Like, it was all very cinematic and stuff, and, like, you knew the moment was happening, but then still when he, like... Full on attack, Jericho. It was still like, oh shit. That reveal like, was so good. It's like, 
is like, why, oh, a new list. Like, on why like, am I on here? And then turns it like, you can tell like they're both just so, both of those two are like some of the best at like character work and like psychology and like the cinematic aspect of wrestling. Yeah. Like, and like, this was also my first time seeing it live. So I was just like, Ooh, it hurt. Yeah. I knew it was coming. But it was like, oh, but man. It was also unexpected because it was so quick. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it was completely like, I out wanted, of I wanted it to be longer because I love him goofing around with them. But at the same time, like, they got me. Right. And they I got I, me. And I love watching him as a heel. Yeah. So it's, it's perfect. I think it's going to be a really fun match of money in the bank. Yeah. Um, Part of me thinks that he might, like, Kevin might win. I don't they, think so, but they always it could happen. They they like Kevin. He is mm. one of Triple H's top boys. Yeah, I really hope. Like, I want Kevin to be WWE champion a lot. I just hope it's not. I think quick it's too Kofi. soon, and people are still so hot on Kofi that if they took it off from right now, I think there'd be let, a bit of a fucking and, piss storm. About unless it. Kofi gets it back, like unless they let Kofi chase. There's a way to Kevin. get it off of him, and what better way to kind of curb the IWC? have somebody that they all love yeah when they eliminated aj styles from the royal rumble on his debut in 2016 kevin owens was the guy to do it yeah yeah there, there's little things like that where like even if they fucking know even if vince doesn't always get everything he does get some things and the agents that are there get stuff like that like same as when like Shit, like Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble, they somehow got a babyface pop for that happening because he eliminated Roman. Like they, and they they knew what they were doing, and Roman had come out thirty. Like they knew how to get Randy Orton in whatever that twenty seventeen a babyface pop for winning the Royal Rumble. Like I said, there's a way to curb it. You put Kevin Owens in there. We'll see because I, it'll be like people like, well, damn, like Kofi, like uh, he should have held on to it for longer. But, but I'm excited I, for Kevin. Like. Mm. And then I, it, it, if if they had a if the feud of the summer was Kofi and Kevin and then Daniel Bryan could even be interjected into that like if like whenever he comes back if it's over the summer mm-hmm. like that would keep people happy especially like if Kofi got it back at some point like at SummerSlam even like Summerfest at Summerfest at Kofi time Kofi time Well yeah I mean if Kofi wanted a second time that would be cool I don't have much faith that that would happen um, I, so I, I, I can just, I can see Kevin winning and I can see that. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I think it's too soon. Mm. No, and I agree, but they could even, turn, they know how to, they know how to soften mm. the blow with certain things. They could even turn Kevin babyface while he's champion. If Daniel Bryan came back and like, they just redid that stuff they were doing. Mm. And like, they could even keep Kofi in that mix. Even if he never wins it back, like if Daniel Bryan comes back and attacks Kofi and Kevin saves him. Like even mm-hmm. if Kevin was the champion, that would turn Kevin babyface. Yep. Like, there's a lot of ways. Yeah. Only time will tell. And like, even though I'd be bummed if Kofi lost the title this soon, like a summer of Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, and Daniel Bryan shooting for the WWE title is like, that's fucking incredible. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's real cool. So the a couple of things that happened on SmackDown that one that I really liked. Really, the Iconics really losing again. What? So, the Iconics losing again. The Iconics losing again was not that. It was the um, Becky, Bailey, Charlotte stuff. 
I feel like that. Ooh, they finally fucking are making Bailey at least something fucking. Yeah, yeah like something. I know. Well, and she had a. Fu- I'm she excited. Had a great, she had like, a great match. There yeah. was some. Like, also, uh, some, yes, finally. <laughs> yes, some cool shit happened too. Because uh, you ain't shit, Charlotte. <laughs> like, was out there talking to him, and Becky was like, "No, I want other opportunities for other women besides you." Right, like I want a fresh competition. Well, so Charlotte came out doing the thing that's like it's a heel stupid thing of being like, "You didn't beat me for my title," but it's like. That was the you stipulation knew, of the match mm, you dumped. You knew going into that match that winner takes all. Yeah. So your point holds no ground. Like, it, I just want someone in, in wrestling to, like, if Charlotte had come out and been like, this is, like, and gone, like, slight, slightly break kayfabe, slightly break the fourth wall, whatever, to be like, this is where I come out and say that you didn't actually beat me for my title. So let's yeah. just let's have, just do it. Let's just have a fight now. Like, acknowledge that this is the thing that everyone always says like mm-hmm. it's yeah right because yeah. it just felt so like yeah tried and true here we go mm. um but yeah it led to a good match between yeah. bailey and charlotte well, which i really like i also want to say something bailey said she's like you've lost count of how many times you've beaten charlotte well i can tell you how many times you've beaten me none mm. which is true big she puts a zero bailey up. randomly zero. won zero <laughs> the title from Charlotte and Broker pay per view win streak were like right before WrestleMania. The month, the pay per view before. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating. Um, it's just a, again, it's another thing. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't care about that match. I'm I not, don't. I, I don't want to see Becky Charlotte again. It'll be fine. Unless, unless fucking Bailey interferes because she's like, "Fuck y'all." Turn like, Bailey heel, maybe. Yeah, or yeah. That, that would make her just another tweener. Well, I think, that's if, that's if that money like, than bake, right? Yeah, Bailey would be. A, what if ba- Bailey won and then cashed in uh, that night? Bailey would be a great person yeah, for that. That'd be great, and then especially you, if she showed edge, like showed like a mean streak, like showed a bit of an edge doing it. Right. When she showed up on SmackDown, she was like, or, "I left all my hugs on Raw," yeah. and or, I think she's been really like sticking to that. Or if she comes back, if Sasha, that's great though. If Sasha was a surprise entrant into Money in the Bank, won it, and won the SmackDown title off off Becky, and then was on SmackDown, and her and Bailey could feud. Finally, yeah, that is some they, fun like stuff. they have stuff set up for that, like because like Bailey, you know, was trying to call Sasha or whatever, and like couldn't get a hold of her. Like she and didn't like, have service in and Costa Rica like, or wherever. Have like Sasha like throw Bailey off, and it's like you were fucking gone for all this. You didn't answer me, yeah. and now you come and take my spot. This is my show. Like blah, we never blah. even got a rematch because you just walked out. Yeah, like shit like that. Like mm-hmm. that. That's made to happen. So. Yeah. Also, Charlotte has two matches of Money in the Bank. Becky, or Becky does. does. Becky does. That's what which I Which should be how, it, which I think is how it should be when she's holding both titles. Yeah. yeah. But like, that's like, she's it's probably going to have three. Hard. Yeah. It's a lot. She probably will have a third if someone cashes in that night. Mm-hmm. That is what they did last year. That's not saying they won't do it again this year. But didn't um, Alexa, Alexa cashed, cashed in. in right after she won? Yeah, but. I just feel like it, it, it makes sense because then you can get Becky just on one show yeah. too. The yeah. thing, the thing with that is that Becky then still has Becky still has a title, like and credibility because she'd already fought two matches the mm-hmm. night. They, they like if people like need to understand like Becky is the man. She's the female Roman Reigns, and the fact that they're going a thousand percent with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one, like they are, and, and they do need to be careful with that, like because if like. Becky's whole character, everything she does is great, but there is like a very easy point where you could see suddenly she's getting put up against all the wrestlers that people love and running them down on social media and shit. And like, there's like been some wrestlers that have even like already come back to her, like on her a little bit. Like Ember Moon, I think was the one that said like, 
hey, I'm like, this isn't character, you know, to make fun of someone else's like career threatening injury when she like. It was Alexa Bliss. Was, yeah. Like it was. Yeah. Like I think it was Ember about Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Like that's a good point. Like if Becky keeps doing this and then is doing it to wrestlers that people really like. Then mm-hmm. it's bad. Then it very quickly she turns into like, yeah, Roman Reigns, like where fans reject the push. Yeah. Fickle. Fickle. And there have like I I I trust that Becky is like just trying to keep this character up and trying to like keep it hot and and stuff like that. There have been a couple things she's tweeted where I'm like, mm, I can see myself getting tired of this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I and I don't want. It's to, just it's like, just like everything is just trying to be like trying to be like have these quote unquote savage moments and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like yo, just like you just know. chill out and let those like. Let those oh. moments happen naturally. Right. Like right. let when the heat you're, build when it's like when, when it, it feels right. When it's someone like Rhonda who keeps like, you know, like stepping on their own shoelaces and like falling flat on their fucking face giving, every time they try to talk. Giving you so much material to work with. Mm. I, man, I, I want Becky to to just tweet out some of those Mortal Kombat uh, <laughs> clips, of Rhonda talking now because they're they're wildly bad. Oh really? Oh yeah. We're not gonna fight, even though you're to make us fight. It's like, whoa, whoa, you are. <laughs> these are pre-recorded lines. Like you had multiple chances to do that. It, there's a couple where she legitimately has full-on Tommy Wiseau delivery. Hell <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, oh, it's no. great. Um, a couple other things that happened on SmackDown. We saw the return of Andrade and Zelina Vega. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Alistair's also on SmackDown. And Alistair, yeah, who well, cut a weird promo. I liked it. I'm not quite yeah. sure what to make of it. I like it except like it's I supposed just to hope, be all spooky and mysterious, so it's fine. It's yeah, I just I, I just hope that it's not literally every week for a while and where he's just saying big words because like well, that's the thing. It's just like show like the moody lighting, sad boys to talk about how nobody knows who the real him is, and it, to me, it's like then I don't, he's like I was like, well, what do you mean that the real him is? This band that I really like. Like he, I feel have like you seen this hardogram. <laughs> Here's my friend Ben Marjorie. Right, like I'm afraid. He, yeah, I feel like it's. Gonna, I'm gonna give you need. To was just like, well, what do you mean? Like there's. Bam, bam, like, was he, what he was saying was there's more to his character than just. There's more than there's more than meets the eye. There's more. There's more to me than a cool. I'm cool a trans. Kicks. I'm like a transformer. I'm more than meets the eye. <laughs> but I, I'm curious where it goes. But I'm like, what are you just being a mood? It came across it's, as moody teen. To it's me. fine. Man, am I... you're, re- you're, re- you guys, uh, you're reading way too into it. That th- this is them... I'm not reading any more into it than just what I saw, no, it, which it, was like, just, well, I don't understand this. It's them just trying to be like, like this is Vince trying to understand his character. Um, I, I like this see. one. What I am, I am just nervous of it becoming every week because that's overwritten. What they do. <laughs> that's what they do in yeah. in Alist- like them trying to write Alistair's character and let instead of just letting him go and say the things that are like legitimately who he is like he grew up like in like a pagan like religion like these are real things yeah. to him like these yeah. aren't like just character things oh to him. yeah those tattoos he knows, aren't fucking he knows jokes. how to talk about it in a way that's really compelling well, i just don't want them to be like my i took my name for alistair crowley right my exactly. favorite satan man and that's the thing where i think what's made alistair so compelling since i've been following and watching him is the mystique the like mm-hmm. what's this guy all about i don't genuine i don't really want to know yeah i like the mysteriousness about it so to for him to be like 
don't judge a book by its cover. Like, I'm just like, please don't go too far in the direction of like, my favorite color is blue. My favorite kind of animal is a cat. I have three. Have you ever, have you ever heard Dark Funeral? <laughs> this is the album Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, he just also shows some of like, he's like, oh man, he's got a lot of uh, Vanessa Carlton on his iPod. Hell yeah, shout out. That's me, brother. <laughs> he has a Zune. So I, I, I hope he has some really great Spotify playlists. I just, yeah, yeah, he I, does good mix of like a lot. Oh, of stuff. I know he does. He posts his like workout jams. I'm like, dude, if I worked out, I'd get so fucking. Into He's also this. like huge into like random pop and stuff like yeah. that too, and it's very good. I just hope they don't. I hope they don't go too far as far as like blowing the mystique of him. I'm not worried about it. I th- like with him. Like he has such a presence and such a character. He's fine. Yeah. What's and the then name? I'm super stoked. And they for like an, him a lot. They do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, super stoked. I don't think an... they're doing this to like hurt him by any means. I just hope it doesn't hurt him. Hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. I'm super stoked for Andrade and Finn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because now they're one to one. And Andrade is called about for the IC title. Hell yeah. It's going to be really good. It's going to be fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrade's great. He's so yeah, he's good. He's so good. And so, yeah, that'll be fun. And then also, this is just kind of jumping a little bit ahead. Speaking of. Andrade and some others like Alistair Black. There's been some spoilers that have come out for SmackDown for Money in the Bank. Oh, you mean like predictions, rumors? No. So in the local market, there they have a graphic already for who's going to be in it. Ooh. Oh well, they're in card always subject to change. Card is always subject to change. They're also announcing it next week. They're announcing it on Monday. Yeah, next week. But three says, days from now, so far, <laughs> who it is? Spoiler alert, suck your own. Lars Sullivan uh. makes sense. He was really good in the ladder match in NXT. He He's... had his he had his high spots. Three. Okay. Cesaro. Okay, cool. Oh, fuck. Ray Mysterio. Hell yeah. Jr. Ricochet. Hell yeah. Andrade. Sick. Alistair Black. Holy nice. fuck. That's, All right. It's going to be a very good match. Let's discuss. Ricochet's going to do something really stupid off of a ladder. And lose because of it, just like the North American exactly. ladder match. Um, but who's going to take it? So this, so money in the bank means you get to choose whoever you want to fight. Yeah. Um, I think it could be. It's not not oh. necessarily. In years past, it was brand specific, but Royal Rumble was you got to choose. Okay, okay. But Bye. it has changed at different times. There's two people I think it might be. Just kind of depending. It's either going to be they're going to go full dog with Drew or yep. full dog with Andrade. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. One right. of the one of the reasons why he got moved back over to SmackDown, other than like they realized like they had a really bad image of that they split up a couple. Mm-hmm. Was it's more of a be- non-married couple, which they've done numerous times. Yeah. but now like they're they got a lot of heat for that is because Fox also wanted a big Latin star. Oh yeah, yeah. And that they're going to be promoting Andrade on their like Fox Deportes show, so mm-hmm. they wanted to make sure they had a big star. So there it oh is. man, maybe oh. they'll reboot Super Astros. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Sa Rio is getting his fucking job back. I uh, I would be more inclined to believe that Drew is going to be grabbing that. He title, would be. He'd be great. I, I feel like he he can, but it, he doesn't need it. Yeah, he's gonna he, he's gonna fight like, Seth soon anyway. Andrade would. I think Andrade would be so fucking good, especially with having Zelina Vega there, like. Like one of one of the big directives 
with Money in the Bank that the like rumor and innuendo state is that they're trying to make a big star and they want to make. They said mm. the last two years have they been shit, it so bad. I Baron and fucking Braun, like both so bad for in completely different reasons. Like Baron, like I go back two years and I can understand the logic because they really thought like. He's going to be at that level. And not just them, like a lot of people. They did. think like, height is a character trait. I don't understand yeah. how they, anyone, I don't know who, who is the big Baron fans? You! <laughs> no, no, because if it's people like me, they wouldn't be pushing him like as far as they are. There have to be people buying his shirts and shit. No, it's Vince. He's tall. That's it. Mm. He's like six and foot eight, I think which is he, tall as fuck. I, and also, like, part of it now is that, like, remember two years ago, like, when he had money in the bank briefcase, like, he got into a lot of backstage heat for, like, he got in that like Twitter beef with the like Melter, not just and also the um the, Marine was he talking the shit Marine, Marine that had the picture fucking with Vince and then he also like I was just reminded of this he like spouted off I think trying to be in character on like on Twitter about like concussion shit oh like while like like while he had money in the bank and then he very quickly like lost it and I think he was supposed to have that feud with Cena and maybe win. And then Cena was like, no, like, this dude's not ready. And, like, so I think now he's at the point where, like, he has stayed, like, consistently, like, doing what he can, which, again, like, he's limited in the ring. His character's annoying, but, like, none of that's on, like, none of that's really on him that he's been pushed too hard. Yeah. And I think that, like, they do reward people being, like, faithful employees basically like of like even though he's still giving he's still giving 110 percent, even though his 110 percent is a lot of people's like 40 percent right. yeah. yeah and so that's why he's still in that position is because he's like still he's a company guy through. i mean for sure but yeah i don't know i don't know uh that's interesting though about money in the bank that's not who i thought would be in the match i it's a really interesting match, though. Like, yeah, it's probably gonna be, it's gonna be better than everybody else has matches now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm stoked they're not just like kind of trying to shoehorn Roman, Roman into that. Mm, yeah, um, I I agree. I I I would have thought Sammy was gonna be in that match. Um, he's not. They haven't built up enough for him yet. Even though he's great in ladder matches, but he's also just coming off an injury. Don't yeah, need to throw that. Yeah, in that's there. true. I need y'all to hear this Mortal Kombat dialogue. I oh, found God, it. Please no. Oh, fighter! Fighter, not. not. I won't fight him. <laughs> that is literally. I did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't hit myself. her. I, I did, did not. Um. Yeah. That was the same cadence. Was <laughs> the exact uh, same cadence. And she recorded that before the fucking like Twitter thing with with Becky, like calling her Tommy Tom Wiseau. Oh, Hell yeah, that's so. funny. I know what it's like. Hey, all right, uh, hey Rhonda, let's take that again. Why I I said it. Okay, let's get a second take. I already said it. Doesn't it doesn't need a second take. I said it when you told me to say it. I said I'm going the words. Home. The words have been spoken. I'm going home to like brag about having sex with my husband, Travis Brown. Yeah. Impregnation vacation. Ugh. Is that what she said? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sounds dope to me. 
I know that's, I kind of like that. Like that's my and, new band. Impregers Vacaggers. Come check out my new band, Impregnation Vacations. <laughs> no, that's not my new band. That sucks. When I said out loud, like, that sucks. Yeah, Kaggers for Preggers. Was there an image for the women's one? No. Okay. Uh, NXT is good. Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Um, was a fucking sprint. <laughs> yeah, that was great. We forgot something. Oh. On Raw that pertains to NXT is the Viking experience has now become the Viking Raiders and, after much, much, much shit. And might be might be a new name according to a uh, a poll that was sent out. To there fans. might be even a third name. The Viking Warriors. Viking Warriors, which I don't which think which is the best of the three. I don't think that they're going to change them again. I think that poll got signed off on before they changed it. I think they're deciding between. The Viking Warriors, Warriors and, and Viking Ra- Raiders, Viking Raiders, and that their the digital department never heard that it was Viking Raiders. The left hand never knows what the right hand's doing, man. Oh, lefty, look what you're doing now. Lefty, That's like what are when you doing? someone I work with like makes a really dumb decision, and I just do it instead of questioning it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Are you sure this is what you want this to look like on the professional website that we have? <laughs> yeah. The oh, Viking man. experience? Which they now, at the very end, when they pulled off their finishing move, Michael it- or Corey Graves goes, now that's the Viking experience. Yeah, they, they changed the name of that move from Thor's Hammer to the Viking, Viking experience. experience. Fine. Whatever. We'll, we'll take the fucking... Vince is like, I'm not getting rid of it completely. We'll take the trade. We'll, also, we'll, sure. we, we, settle, gonna, yeah, we not, settle in the middle. Yeah, not gonna that's make, how compromises Not going to spoil anything whatsoever, but... Derek, there's a really, there's a joke I'd like to make about Endgame here, about Viking experience, but I can't. I just, I, you, I, you understand, and listeners out there that have seen the movie understand. Yeah. There yeah, was moves. a lot of... There's a Viking experience <laughs> in that movie. There is. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. I had a Viking experience yesterday. Ooh, tell me about it. Through some axes. Oh, oh that's that's I saw that. That looks cool as hell. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very fun. Throw axes at shit if you can. I would Legally, though. Don't just buy a hatchet and throw it at stuff. Yeah. Shout out to Eric Larson, because I'd say that every time Matt and I are at our separate band practices with Eric, it's a Viking experience. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Eric Larson, which I know you listen to the show. Shout out. You're a great guy. And you're also Sup, a tall Eric? Viking man. He's, he has beautiful hair, nice beard. Nice beard, nice guy. Family owns a Viking-themed brewery. Sick. Yeah, shout out Mad Sweet. I'm wearing one of their comfy-ass sweatshirts oh, right now. Oh, that's his family? Yeah. yeah. Sick. I drive by that place a lot. His now, parents. if only they owned the Viking drive-in upstate. Oh, man. Good brews. Good vibes. <laughs> they have a good food trucks out there half the time. Yeah, they do. But, so now we have the Viking Raiders on Raw. Yeah. But they are still the war, war, ra- ra- war Raiders on NXT current champions. They snuffed out... The Street Profits. I, I, so there, there's so many things that, about NXT, and they showed it in this episode that differs so much from the main roster. Oh, you mean Oni's hair also? Oh. Oh, oh, Oni oh. got Oni a little hair boy now? Well, Oni shave, has shaved since his matches that were pre-taped and aired this week. Oh. What I was meaning is like the booking. So the war, the war fucking Raiders, whatever they're fucking called, they were the, they're the champions. They got jumped. They were. It was almost like a UFC fight. Oh, where like, oh, that was Montez's tope over yeah. the camera was the fucking sickest thing I've seen in a Montez minute. is like very athletic. Also, just like the way they filmed that was yeah, so was fucking should, cool. Should I start paying attention to the Street Profits? No, I, I, always, about, I always skip their matches. That, I think that's they're a, great. That's about as good as they're gonna get. Yeah. They're good. I, they're fine. They are both very athletic, and Montez I think could legitimately become a like a star. Like, they they need to like keep him there for like. Two to three more years. Mm. 
but mm-hmm. they they made it like a big fight where like the champion gets rocked a little bit and everybody was like oh my god this is how they're gonna fucking write him off yeah but then they still won because they're the fucking champions and, and they're they the they're the best tag team they don't lose and yeah. also they probably didn't know they're getting called up when this was filmed through and no. like otherwise the, Street Profits would have won just to write them off. Like, just do something shocking. The tag teams right now are the Street Profits, besides Undisputed, but the Street Profits and the Forgotten Sons? Basically. Which, controversial opinion, I'm sort of warming up to the Forgotten Sons. Uh, I skip all their stuff, Riker's, so Riker's match no this to. week was fine. Ja- Jackson he just Riker? Got, he just, just got hurt yesterday. Oh, did oh, he? Oh, Jesus. Dude, he's a fucking we'll big, that. strong boy. Yeah, I know, he, but he that's fine. Fucked up his leg on a baseball slide. I don't know how bad it is. Oh, but... just like that oh, ref. You guys yeah. saw that picture? I did. I, oh, I, I watched, saw the video. I watched the video of him doing the three count with his leg twisted. There around. was a NXT referee at a live event uh, this week, wherever the fuck we recorded this. You guys don't know. Suck your own. You Friday, know. April 26th. Oh, God damn it. He um, was in a match between Tyler Breeze and Velveteen Dream for the North American title. And the fucker broke his leg. And it looks counted broke. the pin. Yeah. What like across fucking like across the ring because he couldn't get over there and like his le- his leg is like his, How'd he his, break his, it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, like, I haven't seen that part of a video. But, I don't know. Dude, but sometimes when those refs jump down to like do a pinfall or something, they, they hit kind of hard. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Something you know, something happened. But sometimes you try to hop he, in the ring, uh, you blow out both your quads. When he was getting uh carted off, like he grabbed Drake Younger's hand, was like, I love this business, brother. Oh, that's uh, his name's Tom Caster, by the way. I just want to give full shouts out, and I'm about to show uh, this picture of his leg too. The leg, we can see it. Listen to our reactions if you want to know how gnarly it is. Yeah, never mind. The internet's uh, not great in here, apparently. Okay, babe, I just saw it. <laughs> so gross. Ugh. Oh, there it is. His leg looks bad. Ow! Hey, dude, it's like that show Scarred on MTV. Remember that show? <laughs> it's the exactly one, like that. The one hosted by the dude from Papa Roach. I think yes, a hundred percent. Kobe Dick, yeah, and uh, and you would just see people with like their <laughs> That's bones. Not his name. That's what he went by oh at the beginning God. of their band. His name was Jacoby Shaddix, and he went by Kobe Dick. That kind of rocks. It's a good wrestling name. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I worked with uh, yeah. I think I worked, Kobe yeah. Big Dick. Dude, I just I, want actually, my wrestler, my NXT name, just to be Papa Roach. Hell yeah! <laughs> that should be Matt Riddle's uh, new NXT <laughs> name. Um, Speaking of Matt. I will say that I do like that Gunner, um, Gunner Stall, J- Jackson Riker. Sorry, yeah, he just shows up there and he's just a mean guy. Like he's just d- mean doesn't guy. like pose like his fucking lackeys. He's um, he's like I'm fucking pissed. Had a decent little match with uh, Umberto Carrillo, who's very good. He's Umberto. They you can tell that they fucking love Umberto. Like he's, he's on, everywhere. Yeah, he's been on all three of the like network he's, shows. The stuff the last he's doing on Two Hundred Five Live is really fun with like Drew, Drew Gulak. Gulak. But um, that was good. And then Candice LeRae tried to get anything out of Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. They are both so They're bad. Both so bad. And it's who's her? Is it dude. is it Kylie Ray? Is that her new? No, it's Casey Kanzaro. Casey Kanzaro. Yeah, Kylie Ray is who Candice fought at Worlds Collide this week. Okay, okay, which was also really good. That was a fun. That show. That was way better than the Candice match with Aaliyah. But Candice is really good. Candice yeah. is great. It's there's only so much you can do when someone is. That bad, bad, but they bad. they're starting to showcase her more and mm-hmm. more. Yeah, this is, she's gonna come out on top of this. Few, like I don't think she already has. She already has, but like I think that there's gonna be like one more just to make it definitive. Like they might do something dumb, like Vanessa Aaliyah interferes to give Vanessa Bourne a win, but I don't even think they're going I think, to. I think, I think it think, might. They, they if they're gonna do that, it'd be with Casey. Like mm-hmm. Casey would lose to like Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, and that. But I don't. I think that. Uh. 
she's just going to come out on top, like, in a handicap feud without taking a loss. And that's, like, a big, like, that's a really big positive step forward. Yeah. They need to let Casey do more. Because, mm. like, I know, like, they're always like, less is more, don't do so much. But she needs to do better. Everything she does is amazing. She just needs just, to keep d- doing more just, and more. Just let her do a couple things. It's mm. fine. Like, she did, like, one cool thing and then just got beat up. Mm-hmm. By Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. What would be really sick is if Casey and Candice won the the women's tag team belts and, and like live up to that like gimmick that they like said could be of, anywhere. Like, could be anywhere. That would be really sick. It'd be them. a really cool way to introduce a new team like to the main roster mm-hmm. to be like, hey. And then Kate, like when it's done, Casey doesn't have to necessarily stay on main roster if they don't think she's ready. Like, no, like. She can like when they lose, go back down and like keep working. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. All right. Roddy versus Gargano was a fucking oh. sprint, though. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about oh. that. They were they're so good. They didn't stop. Mm-hmm. They I I love. I, I feel like Roddy was, is such a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I feel oh, like it was yeah. a contest to see who could blow somebody else up, and they both lost because nobody got. They blown just up. have unbelievable yeah. stam- stamina. Yeah, it was good too. The ending was great because it was like it was just a really solid, fast-paced match. And then, of course, Adam Cole came out to, uh, you know, fuck up the ending. Mm-hmm. Un- Undisputed did, and then who, uh, who, who came out to their aid? Was it Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle, yeah, yeah, Matt because Riddle. the photo shoot thing out. earlier. Yeah, yeah. Just, that photo shoot thing where so fucking good. great, especially when he started posing. So, so Adam Cole's having a photo shoot in the back, uh-huh. and was like, "I'm the leader of Undisputed Era," which is I, I think the first time he's actually said it. Like, yeah, it's always been yeah. like, "Oh, we're just a team and stuff," which is like, fun because they're crazy creating some drama. Oh yeah, and this is what I like. Another thing that. But Matt Riddle came up and was like, bro, bro. I, I'm, I've got next, bro. I got next with this photog, bro. And he, oh, he laughs because he says something. And he's like, you think that's funny? He's like, yeah, I think it's funny, bro. Yeah. One, one of the things that I like about NXT, and they don't do this on the main roster, is you usually get clean finishes. And when you don't, the fucked finish is actually furthering a storyline. And it like, isn't just for somebody just to not lose. Yeah. It's like, we are moving this direction with everything here. Mm-hmm. This is why this is fucked. Yeah. The the fucked finishes in NXT are frequently as entertaining as just real finishes because you know it's leading somewhere and they like they make them these big cluster like entertaining cluster fucks. Like, yeah. Because n- now like I'm like, oh well, because the fucked Riddle finish, versus Adam Cole. Sure. But also what about Roddy and Adam Cole? That, What's happening? That's the fucked finish was yeah. that in the confusion uh, Adam Cole thought Roddy from inside the ring was like, or thought that uh, Gargano from inside the ring was trying to grab at him, but it was really Roddy because like Which, there was a kerfuffle. Was he just trying to like grab onto him? He was catch his balance. I, or I something? think what, like what makes sense is like trying to get him out of the way so he doesn't get um, fucking disqualified. Yeah, because if he beats the champion, you get a title shot. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Because it's everything's logical there. But Adam Cole was like, "Is that Gargano grabbing me from behind?" And just and fucking, just fucking nailed a beautiful. Kick Adam Cole's super kicks are as pretty as I'm sure as moonsaults. I I don't I still don't understand. I'd how like to see him do it in high. skinny jeans though. <laughs> Actually, he's done it playing in skinny jeans. No, his uh, debut in WWE. Yeah, yeah that's true. That boy lives in skinny jeans. It's fine. I like to him. see him yeah, do he them in it. jeans as tight guy. as Io as Io He's Shirai's a crazy <laughs> good looking guy. Um, yeah, it's Adam. It's Adam Cole's world. We're just living in it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so but that that created some. So then Roddy got pinned because Adam Cole fucking 
kicked his teeth in. And then he's like, oh, sorry, man. And then Roddy just fucking kind of walked out all pissed off. But I love it because like they didn't go super hard with no. the turn. They're like... Roddy was even like, pissed. you know what? Fuck it. Fuck he was, it. He it was happened. Mad. It's over. Let's Kyle get out of here. Kyle looked a little upset at Adam. He's like, what, what was that? I think he's just confused because he's an idiot. Um, has <laughs> yeah. Kyle had his Evolve title match yet? Yeah, he lost. He lost. I mm. figured he would, but um, he's also going to be in Progress's Super super Strong Style 16 tournament this year. Shit. Like I, said, I think I sent a, a graphic to everybody. I was like, WWE NXT presents uh, the Super Strong Style. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Trevor Lee's in it. Like yeah. Kyle O'Reilly's in it. Uh, is Cassius Ono in it? Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Um, He had a farewell match there, so I don't think he's going to go like back work like, there. they they typically actually do chris hero had a farewell yeah, match true actually i think he had a match with cash as oh no because he'd already changed but oh no no it's him versus chris ridgeway and the winners dark of that is the face of the winner of uh darby allen versus and paul robinson so, so kyle then, versus i chris ridgeway might win but kyle probably will against then some weird like oh. tiny goth man so either oh, way know, Dar- darby won't get a fight one of the wwe guys yeah, He's so it'll, it'll be Paul Robinson, elite. but yeah. it'll be a weird, gross death match between Paul Robinson and Kyle O'Reilly, probably. I love Kyle O'Reilly, like, fucking brawls because he can fucking brawl. Yeah. Great. He I like when he's great. on his back and he's like fighting with his legs. Like, come at me. Come he's at, so get fucking you, good. Kick, um, kick, kick. It's Trevor Lee versus Aerostar in the first round. Aerosmith? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Aerostar does the best dives. Because, like, when Aerostar does a dive. Like everybody else, like will like try to brace themselves. He'll he, like, dig first into the barricade. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he he like robots it, so like he, everything's steady. So he did like a, a tope suicida and like head right into somebody's hog. Didn't brace it. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything. Just uh, so, boink. Saw like one, a little torpedo. Saw one from like two weeks ago where he literally like landed legs on the barricade, diving into someone in the crowd, like <laughs> and flipped over the barricade and then just got up, like. It makes you don't no give a sense. fuck. That's book wow. Also, Travis Banks versus DJZ in the first round. Hell yeah. And NXT, Chris Brooks versus Ilya Dragunov. Newly, newly signed DJZ. Mm-hmm. And newly signed Ilya Dragunov. Yeah. It's a WWE presents. Yeah. So um, anything else of importance? That was it. I didn't, I didn't catch any of 205 Live this week or NXT UK. I did not either. Um, NXT UK was still like the house show from... Uh, access. Oh yeah, so yeah, it was weird and bad. The it only was... only other notable thing that happened is Rhea Ripley. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. what happened? She, she set... dropped a really bad slur. She dropped a slur for fifteen dollars on a stream. Okay, wait, what happened? Oh really? She was paid that, to do it. Like that's the thing is like people request and send money and like wait. So okay, what happened? It was a she said the request. F slur, like the like homophobic. Yeah, F slur? yeah, the. F- I don't know if she said fag or faggot, but yeah. I'm allowed it was, to say it. So. It was the, the, the long one, mm-hmm. and um, she was on her the apology was mm-hmm. a very non-apology. Yeah, it was. I'm Australian, so uh, it's not. I forget words hurt. I I, I hope she is. It's a growing experience. It I hope that, again. I she hope loves that, shitty metalcore, so she doesn't care. Yeah. Well, like I, she is young too. Like I, you know, I, what I hope is that her apology. It does come off as really like not sincere and like really like very much like I'm sorry if you were offended versus sorry I did something wrong. Right. But yeah. at the same time, she is young and that kind of apology, I think if you're not smart to the reasons why those kinds of apologies suck, yeah, feel like the kind of apology you give as a public figure. They're p- apologies to the masses. And so my hope is very much that she is 
her apology was like that because she's very young and obviously stupid and thinks that's the kind of mass apology you make. Yeah. Um, I I saw from like someone I follow that's like part of wrestling Twitter that it's pasta salsa. She's, okay. She's from Australia. Yeah. And she's like, this is bullshit. Like the people saying that it's not a slur in Australia. It still is. It's just that the country is taking like the culture in Australia is taking longer to accept that it's a slur. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it's like the, the C word in Britain where it's yeah, like, yeah, that's still gender coded language. It's just like, yeah. Let like less accepted as that. Like people have more of an excuse over there. That's mm-hmm. what it's like in Australia, but people still understand that that's not like, you don't say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then like the, like, you know, she's like, Oh, she likes shitty metalcore. I mean, the, if we're gonna go like kind of subgroups of people, Cole Caban is a giant bro. Yeah, yeah, huge but, college bro. Like he said, he said some dumb things, yeah, and mm-hmm. like he just owns up to it. So I, I don't think even like him coming from, first off, like he was a football player in college, yeah. mm-hmm. like fucking gold chain wearing, like fucking bro. Probably yeah. said a slur or two in his life. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He probably I, has on arm I'm, wrestling. I, oh, he, I, he I know he has. I've heard it. Yeah, like on those flashback thing, episodes. The thing I love about Cole Cabana, I'll let you talk about Cole Cabana because you love him. So yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's like even like just recently somebody tweeted at him. I'm listening to the art of wrestling, and I'm so here for Cole Cabana. Continue to educate his friends and his audience on slurs and offensive language. It is absolutely never too late to grow, uh, learn, grow, and respect others. Change doesn't happen immediately; it's a process. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've been guilty of this too. But in a group of, if a group of people find a word offensive, how hard is it to just not use that word? Yeah. He wasn't like that before. Yeah. And like, I don't think like him being within the subgroup like really affects that. I don't think like just kind of brushing like, oh, like not, you don't like trying to brush well, it off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, these people think that. So like, that's what everybody does. But mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the case. No. Yeah. No. And there's a larger conversation about instantly canceling people mm-hmm. um, like Colt Cabana. He is, and the McElroys are a great example of this too. Mm -hmm. People tell them what they did wrong and they're like, oh shit, we're hurting people. Uh I didn't know that. And you make efforts to change and hopefully that's what she does. Uh, I, I, like a few, fortunately I never got finished or or published anything, but I actually uh, had a chance to interview Brian Cook, who's the bass player of fucking awesome. A lot of really great bands like Botch, R- These Arms Are Snakes, Russian, Russian Circles, Circles, Sumac. Like oh, so good. He is, and he is a openly gay man. Like he's married. He and his partner have been married for. They've been married twice because their first time around got uh, nullified by the state, making gay marriage illegal at one point. Damn. Um, they've been together forever. So like, I I got to talk to him and interview him about um. Because uh, Carrie, the guitar player from Deaf Heaven, had some like old tweets like mm-hmm. pop up where where, where he said "fag" <laughs> as a as a slur, um, and in, in, in like the way that like, oh, don't be don't be such a fag, man, like right, um, like, like Eminem being like, it's just what you say to your friends when they're being stupid, like that yeah. that level of stuff, and like, well, it's the same Brian, with gay, it's the same mm-hmm. with pussy, it's yeah. stupid. Brian, shit. Brian's response was like, you know, like I trust Carrie because these are from like 2012, and this yep. is like 20. 15, 2016 at the time. Yeah. Carrie's mom is a lesbian. Like, I, I understand that he was just being dumb and like young and dumb. And like Carrie's response to was then like, I'm not going to delete these cause I don't want, I want to be held accountable. Yeah. But like, I want people to like understand I've grown and changed. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's 2019. Like people shouldn't 
people should fucking know by now. Like Rhea Ripley should know by now. Like, mm-hmm. but like I used to say it that way. Like oh. too. Like and I said that a wasn't a lot of terrible. That things. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know I was mm-hmm. queer at the time. It, well, that wasn't me reclaiming the word or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't feel comfortable doing that because I never was like harassed as a young person or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like. I just really hope Rhea like learns and like changes from this. Especially I saw someone on Twitter say like, especially because since her like heel turn and like character change, she's been cosplaying as a butch lesbian. Oh, it's like is to like queer wrestling Twitter in the community. Like that's what her character is coded as like Mm -hmm. is like biker lesbian. Like, and that's the character that like she's basically playing. So like she needs to learn and like do better. Yep. Yeah. And like, and and that's it's it's a process. Like if I didn't have people telling me the shit I was doing or saying was wrong, what's well, how you learn I and grow? Have. I mean, yeah. I figured like, it but, out from and the internet. There's no a ton one... of people who, when when faced with being told like, "Hey, what you did was offensive," they they dig their heels yeah. in and they double mm-hmm. down. And, and that's just like it's what a lot as well as the the culture around like canceling people and calling out. I call out culture. I think is really weird because it like it comes off as less educational and trying to help somebody grow and learn and a lot more of like fuck you you're a piece of shit and here's why the best thing i ever like heard or learned about this like because like i remember when like call out culture really started like happening and at first it felt like a healthy thing because it was like yeah fuck these people get like shitty people out and like sometimes there are times for that but it's more important to call people like instead of call out call people in and teach them what they're doing wrong and why how they're hurting people yeah like i will give a shout out to Danica, my old roommate and bandmate, Danica McClure, like, I know she would never listen to this, but, like, <laughs> while I was in... She used uh, to randomly watch wrestling. She's she's from Metal 10. I <laughs> Talk to her about her... Oh, I, about about, about uh, liking Jeff Hardy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's a thing. I have a friend yeah. who doesn't know anything about wrestling, really, but she still loves Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. Still thinks he's hot as hell. Oh, because he is. But, like, um, when I was in a band with her, like... We were some shitty 21 to 22 year old dudes mm-hmm. like and said some shit, especially for having her in the band and like us being shitty towards her. And she taught all of us a lot like and it took that for me, like learning yeah. like, oh, even though this is a joke and I'm making it to a friend and like obviously this friend like knows I would never mean this thing mm-hmm. legitimately. It still sucks to say. Yep. Right. Like, and like to to anyone, too, who gets like told like hey what you're doing is shitty or like that's rude like you have to understand too like that that takes a lot for that person oh, to, yeah. to come forward mm-hmm. and, and bring that up to you so and like don't if be you, dismissive of if you feel defensive like about it like take a step back yeah go to someone else like that you like even if you feel too defensive about it to talk to the person who like told talk to right, you about yeah. it like find another friend who like is like a progressive thinking person and be like hey I got called out for this. Like, what do you think? Like, you know, sometimes people call people out for things that aren't legitimate, but yeah. like, if you feel defensive about it, get like, like or get a like finding opinion. a tweet from like 2010 right. and be like, yeah. yeah, you said this. And it's like, um, it, I was, right. I was, I was 20. Right. Yeah. But like examine it and be like, okay, what have I learned since mm-hmm. I was 20? Like, yeah. What is, and being know. just like, Hey, you know, I'm yeah. a different person. Instead of like yeah. brushing it off or being like, yeah. Oh, and fuck that. Own up to it and say like, Hey, this is how I've changed. Like, yeah. yeah. And also you scroll down 30,000 tweets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you you also don't get to choose what hurts people, yeah. right? You don't like, get to say it doesn't hurt people. Yeah, it's like I think I didn't I didn't mean it like that. It's like well, I think that like that that's what stop. bugged me the most was just the apology was like, 
it was such a, it was it, it came off like well we don't mean it like that over there so sorry that you guys do mm-hmm. yeah it's like oh like yeah instead of saying you know what i i fucked up it's something that's shitty that we used to say over there and it, it didn't mean that much there but i understand it hurts people here and i'm sorry and i'm gonna yeah. go um, and learn when and i done. when i was in high school we had a german foreign exchange student um named niels in my class and one day he said the n-word and we were like whoa niels what's up he's like what's wrong like he didn't understand like he didn't understand the context that there is in america with that word mm-hmm. like and it's still a shitty word he yeah. shouldn't have said it but we were we were also 15 at a christian high school right, right? there's a lot of shitty things said. Uh-huh. um but well, like there, oh, yeah. he like when we told him he was like horrified that like it had that context here in america like and he and he apologized like to the group of us like if a 15 year old german foreign exchange student at a christian school gets it like yeah like adults we should and, and there was it. that like, stuff too about like uh there was those pictures that came out of oscar when she was in japan in like nazi uniform like nazi regalia for like a gimmick thing yeah and it's just like i don't know what her response was to those things but it came to be like culturally i don't know i think it means something different well it's it's also people who get offended by the ring comp like just because it's yeah. sounds like I mean, dressing comp. up as a wrestler and like as a Nazi. I don't think any of her shit actually had swastikas it on didn't. it. Was, it was just very, it was very much like if you put a swastika on it, it would yeah be a Nazi uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't go full. On it anymore. was it was yeah. basically a Motorhead cosplay. <laughs> yeah, no, except that he just took the he he left right. the ones with swastikas let, let me, on. Let at me let me uh, really let that bad boy ride. <laughs> um, there was one more thing I did want to, I wanted to touch on. What when we were speaking of a uh, dick man. Of of potentially shitty man. people, uh, CM Punk got back in the ring. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, you tell the story. Uh, so it was Silas Young's promotion in Milwaukee. Um, his trainer Ace Steel was wrestling. The manager runs out. Some hooded guy in an MMA hoodie comes and performs a really shitty GTS. It was a hockey. It was a hockey. I think it's an MMA group. It's called um, Violent. Fuck. It's like. Violent hockey players club or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. Like that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um like it'll that sweatshirt does matter in that he yeah, he took that, a picture wearing that sweatshirt earlier that day. Sweatshirt at an amateur wrestling tournament with someone in that city that same day. Yeah. You know? So it was like it was his friend's promotion in Milwaukee it where he's trainer trained. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, one of his trainers wrestling. So I people are like, you know, get oh see I'm punk. Apparently he's done that before, though. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's said it in interviews before. Like, if I ever hop back in the ring, no one's going to know. It's going to be under a hood at some small promotion for my friends. Yeah. And that's what he's done twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He he came out under like a a mask and like for an Asian wrestler and threw salt. Kikutaro. Yeah. Threw salt in like the opponent or referee's eyes before and then left. One of the things I heard that I did think was interesting was that there was initially a plan where he was going to unmask himself and Mm -hmm. then just didn't didn't do it yeah so they filmed it like uh like them like the reveal but by the time the the wrestling road diaries 3 came out the uh Col- no, i mean at, the, at the... this at this event that, oh yeah, that yeah they just decided from. not to yeah mm-hmm. i think that that's probably always the thing it's like hey phil if you want to take off the mask go right. for it don't like you know like i feel like they're probably always be like don't feel like you're upstaging us or anything if you want to get us those viral clips yeah i think it's just right well, now like, it's such a funny time for that to happen because like immediately people are like aew CM Punk coming back a bit. Well, Tony Khan made it very clear that 
the Young Bucks and Kenny and Cody were not his first choice. It was CM Punk. I know. Yeah, he said Punk was his first choice. I would love it. I would love it. But it just seems like one of those things where it seems like a very CM Punk thing to be like, I'm going to go do this thing for my buddy. And then I'm going to go back to fucking being bitter and mean. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. I, I, it would be fun. I would lose my shit. I hate him right now. Right. If he showed up at AEW or, or, at double or nothing while I'm there, I would pop so fucking hard. I you can scream, dude. Yeah, you can absolutely, you can like despise a person in the way, like, and things they're doing in their personal life and, and still have that fan inside you that's like, and it's that, diff- that can't help it. Like, yeah. Well, and the thing with, with CM Punk is he hasn't done anything outwardly shitty to a group of people he's being mean to one of the nicest human beings mm-hmm. on in the world he, in the world of in wrestling. a story that like we have no we we don't business have this knowing or like we context. don't have the context. we don't have of any of we, it i i i believe cole cabana yeah i do too 100 i believe cole cabana 100 but it is true that like that is, it, it's not the same as fucking hulk hogan right like, yeah, where I'm like, yeah, hogan, exactly where i'm like i don't ever want to see him on my screen fuck mm-hmm. this guy with cm punk it's like because I, I, I do, I don't like the whole, like, ooh, separate the artist from the art thing. Because yeah, yeah. that's what makes art good is, like, believing, like, having seeing yourself con- in the artist. Also having a connection with the artist. Right. Yeah. And so, but with CM Punk, it's like, to me, that's a little bit more of, like, what happened and, with him and Cole Cabana is not anyone's business but him and Cole Cabana. And it's, so it's a little different. And that's I do have thing, my biases. He's kind of making it the world's business. And, and also, yeah. Phil Brooks, the person, has a lot to, like... Like really appreciate and love as a person, besides that shitty stuff. Yeah. So it it's a mixed bag of like, yeah. man, like he's also he, always been an asshole. He's always been an asshole, but like this is beyond being an asshole. This is being like a this is an it's, actually shitty thing it's that more he's vindictive. doing. Yeah. Um, and so then but uh, he does do really good. Like he has good opinions. He speaks out on good things. Like at times too. So like it's a mixed bag. So then Ron Funches tweeted at him to be on his yeah, podcast, mm-hmm. and he was um, he was like, "Promise not to sue me for being a good friend. Then sign a legally binding agreement that you're not a greedy, steaming pile of ungrateful snake shit, and I'll consider it." Yeah, which was a shot at Colt Cabana. Well, because yeah. Ron Funches was like, "I want to have C- like at CM Punk on my podcast, but I don't want to get sued." Basically, is what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. And um, then that was his response: "Is like, well, don't be a p- steaming pile of shit." It makes me with how ha- the way he responded to that and like how personal that feels makes me feel like there might have been like I it, I think that Punk is still in the wrong. I think that there might be some disconnect in the way that punk understands that situation and what the truth is or how Colt understands the situation. And that might be coming through like punk's legal team that he had like three lawyers, but like it could be all like miscommunication. I I feel a lot of it is even though punk is like, you know, he, he is who he is. Also, he seems a little money driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he, he didn't and have it. He's, and he's one, fucking with his money, and it pisses yeah. him off. He, he's one of those guys that didn't have huh, it growing like up. Hunts. Yeah. I think that's why they like actually they saw kind of eye to eye. They butted heads, but also like kind of saw it eyes. I think mm-hmm. they're they're very, very similar. They're very similar people. Like they, the environments they're from, and and all of that, like are so different but the kind of person they are and like mm-hmm. the personality traits they have then applied to those environments that they've grown up in yeah are so similar yeah like and and the big differences between punk and colt is like if colt tried to rebuild that bridge punk would be like fuck off 
if Punk tried to build that bridge, Colt would be like, Colt would be like, fuck off, and then text him. Well, because some some somebody text yeah. uh, tweeted at Punk and said, "I know you're both mad, and it's easy for me to say because it's not my money, but it is just money. Money isn't worth a friendship. Forgive. You'll both regret it later if you can't forgive. Just try." And Punk replied, "I agree with everything you said, but this ain't my doing, and I did everything I could." So he's mm-hmm. writing it off like it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. It, it's he's just, writing it's it off a as bummer. because he's Colt the bigger is suing. Person. Yeah. Then that he didn't do it, even though it took him, like asking, like po- giving Colt the bill. Like he doesn't see that it's his action, like at all. He yeah. only sees action being like put at him. Yeah. yeah, and like I don't know, just just help help Colt out. He's a starving artist. <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> no. Colt's doing fine for himself, but not like fucking lawyer. I mean, lawyers is is expensive business. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that that. Dr. Amon trial that they were doing it was not a, a short process it was lengthy lawyers are expensive and like, he was getting a family a family friend discount and that guy retired I don't know that he still has that guy he said that was his last case oh yeah so. and like and the pretense was that it it was going to be on Punk's dime I yeah but I, again like that's we don't we, we know, know what we know it, and like, we can make speculation well, but yeah. like I mean that that was from the actual documents right yeah. right so like that that's know that we know but I, I just really feel like Colt or not Colt, but um Punk like Punk is like a very, very intelligent guy in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But he's also one of those guys that you can tell like maybe doesn't if he, it's not something he's interested in, he's not he doesn't care to be smart about he's it. He's he's a hothead. You and, can tell he had to fend for himself as a kid because the person mm-hmm. that it all yep. comes back to is him. Yep. He is a I I I've I knew kids like that growing up. I know like adults like that now that were like grew up like that where they're they're very street smart in certain ways and completely ignorant and stupid in other ways. Yeah. Like, and Colt and, and Punk, God, I keep doing that, but like Punk feels like that to me. And I think that like he probably just doesn't fully understand what the reality of the situation is. And yeah. like, his no, boy, dude's, dude's got an ego bigger than this room, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, put him and Brett in a room, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I it, think that they would probably just, they'd probably get along with each other along. Over. Yeah. Now, they'd get along a lot. Like, oh, really I just well. mean it would just be them being bitter. No, no, uh, they'd yeah. hit each other over. It'd be a different thing. Mm-hmm. Brett really liked punk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, used to I think, do. Uh, <laughs> I think moves to me. <laughs> I think they would eventually just like. I think like you'd be like think tension's about to happen because punk would say something like, "Oh, I I think Owen might have been better than you." But then Brett was like, "Yeah, he was o- better than Owen me. Was Owen was really was good. Better. Owen was better than me. <laughs> I he think... would never say Owen was better than me. He would say Owen. O- was Owen really was good. good. He might have been better than you, punk. <laughs> I think he'd be like." <laughs> Yeah, he was better than like <laughs> like only to punk and only like uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah off the record. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Um but I do think it's it's exciting timing wise that we see punk in this, you know, in a wrestling ring. And he's mm. been replying to wrestling Twitter shit at a level that he like cuz it's I haven't even been like watching out for anything. But you know like I, I can follow, only see him on one of the accounts. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> but like I I just follow him and you know and then you see, if you follow someone and they're replying to someone else you follow, like you see that a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've been seeing him, like, he been replying to like Young Bucks, and I think like he replied to like a Kofi thing. Like, I mean, man, it would be and cool. He, but... um, he replied on Instagram about Rey Mysterio's post about the triple threat yep. that um, they had with Eddie and wrote that really long thing. Like, I feel like. Homeboy probably wants some cash. A year or two ago, even if Rey Mysterio wasn't in WWE. Um, even if he's just still on the indies, like he wouldn't have written that response out like a year or two ago because he was he hated wrestling so much. Yeah, I think that 
having he probably the, misses it. And having the WWE trial in his rear view, I think he maybe like has one. Yes, he wants some cash. Two, he probably ha- can have a little bit more perspective on yeah. that he misses wrestling. Well, and he's probably not going to fight him again. Comics is a failing industry as a as and a he, writer who's not very good. Yeah, and doesn't get a lot of work. Yeah, so like he, this is what he knows. He needs money. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I would, like I said, I, I'm not going to put my expectations into it. No. It would be awesome if I'd he be, popped up I'd in an AEW facet. Mm-hmm. But if, if Colt's back in that over-the-budget battle royal, I don't think we're going to see Punk there. Colt, Colt is uh, Ring of Honor. Oh, that's yeah. right. He's New exclusive. Japan. I don't yeah. know, man. It could be Ring of, I don't know if he's even exclusive. He's just Ring of Honor to Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's he, he has a contract. Like He can't be in it, do AEW stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't think he would. Yeah. Just because like he... He got back in with Ring of Honor. It mm. took a lot for him to well, do. Did he do too. any Starcast stuff? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, I bet. He, I, I bet. just want to shake his oh, hand man, again. Dang it! That's some other news. Is uh, Taker, Taker, and Kurt got pulled out of Starcast? Yeah. Yeah. That Not surprising. Yeah. Uh, also, Cody Goldust. Cody oh, and Dustin. Dustin. Cody and Dustin. That's. I love that too. Like they both just have their first names. Dustin well, you Rhodes. Can't, you can't. You, no, you can't. He's Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. You can't take Goldust with you. Well, yeah. yeah. But uh, actually, he can. Oh really? Does he own Gold Dust? Yeah. Yes, I I like the it's maybe the worst shirt I ever got from yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees, oh, like yeah, Wrestle Crates. Fucking... But it's a Gold Dust. It's a terrifying Gold, gold Dust, Dust Juggalo shirt. shirt. It's so scary. But the video was really good, and I feel that the uh, the match will be fun. Yeah, I think I'm it's a really good match. Yeah. Gold Dust department they're... or department <laughs> departure from WWE was pretty quiet. Yeah, it, mm. it, it, he asked for his release, and they granted to him. Yeah, yeah. Triple H is the one that facilitated it. Vince didn't want to let it happen, but. Triple H is like, let's just fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been using him for so long. Yeah. Like he, yeah, I've he was, seen him four times in the two years I've been watching. He was hurt, but like, um, like he's been better for a while. Like, yeah, he he could have come back. They had him doing a lot of scouting and stuff. Like, um, I forgot like what shows he was like randomly at, but he was like randomly tweeting about a couple of indie shows that were really cool and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like it makes sense. And he'll probably be back in WWE. Like. At some point, like to have some sort of retirement thing. Yeah, like I, I mean, I could even see him retiring, like against. I could see this being his retirement, just because why not? Like, or yeah. like retiring, doing something with Cody. But like, I could see him eventually going back. Like, he'll he'll be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Like, he'll always be in good graces. Like, Definitely, especially with Cody being like so like. I I I think if Vince and Cody ran into each other on the street, they would like hug it out and talk like for a while. And Vince would be proud of Cody right now. But at the same time, he's competition and can't like mm-hmm. he's never going to make that. But Goldust is the way to keep that. The, the Rhodes family part of WWE. Yeah. Long term. So, yeah, but that'll be really cool. Yeah. That was announced for double or nothing. Cody versus Dustin. Yeah. All right. Should we One take step. this, take this baby home? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Go to. Bit.ly slash suck your own. I forgot what a bit.ly link was. (laughs) Bit.ly slash suck your own. Audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast gets you the same damn place. Get a book. Take a look. It's in a book. Fitting rainbow, man. Fingy gravy. Um, Go to bit.ly slash WrestleBoysMerch. Buy a shirt. Guys, they're comfy. We also Uh, own Merch Boys if you... uh, 
that's easier to remember. Yeah, if you like them bitlies. Bit.lyfat forward slash merch boys. The shirts are comfy. What a maneuver is a wonderful shirt provider. If you want ones that say WrestleBoys 316, hit me up. They're in my trunk. Meet Derek yeah. at the trunk. Yeah. yeah, just hit us up on Twitter, which is at WrestleBoysCast or through Instagram at, at GenuineWrestleBoys or on Facebook page. Do any of those things. all easy. Yeah, or email just, us. Yeah, GenuineWrestleBoys at gmail.com. Yeah, fuck yeah. Tag me on Twitter at DuckShirt. Ha! Nice. Um, and I did not clear this with any of y'all, but I, I was thinking we should do another uh, review for a shirt contest if because it's been a while and we Ooh, need some reviews. People. Yeah, I want to yeah. get them soft shirts on so, all of you. Here's the thing: us. if you're on an, I, any Apple iOS device, just go bit.ly forward slash review boys, and it'll nice. take you straight to the reviews page. You don't even have to navigate terrible. Ugh. Like Apple Podcasts. That's bit.ly like, slash review boys. Yeah, it'll take you straight there. Leave us a rating and review, yeah. please, both. And let us know about it because yeah. I'll watch and look. Yeah. But like, but if you do you'll it on get like, one of the WrestleBoys 316 shirts. Yeah. Because we you, can just send that. If you do it through Stitcher or something, let us know. Or just go onto your iTunes and you can find it. It's even harder to find, but if, you can find it on your iTunes. If and you reviews. put me over personally, I will send you something cool. Just yeah. probably like a, a half drink and four loco. There is no such thing as half drink. <laughs> but yeah, we'll like send out one of them them three sixteen shirts your way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And if um, you if you want one of the CRJ ones, just, just well, we can talk it. about it. We'll buy it, or just we yeah, can talk about buy it. it. You fucking cheap ass. Yeah, no one's bought a shirt in a while. Suck yeah. your own. Yeah. Um. We enter a contest, and if you like podcasts, you like listening to my voice in your head. You should check out Dealing With It. It's a podcast I do. He doesn't put mom. over Baron Corbin in that one. So. I talk about Baron Corbin Trish significantly does. less. But I have brought up Genuine Russell Boys the last two weeks <laughs> because Derek made a fuss. <laughs> I was <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> We really should have just promoted that. We cross promote. No, I was just kidding. We cross promote. Um, I love Dealing <laughs> With It. One of, my, one of my Monday joys. Oh, thank you. I'm just saying we cross promote. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, getting, I'm getting in the cross promoting biz. Um, soon to be using the same studio space. Oh, yeah, we got we got exciting stuff on this podcast and on dealing with it. Um, it's gonna be very fun. Yeah, um, if also you suck your own. Um, speaking yeah. of the studio that we're in, I recorded with uh Brett. He's doing. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, I thought about doing that. Then I was busy. Who's it, who's Brett for the listeners? Brett Battostain, the uh president i don't know um the ceo yeah we're on a network that hasn't been like super like fleshed out you actually yet. said that on the show yet no what's up y'all we're on a network yeah i'm yeah. sure i told more, all of you in person yeah. more yeah. information your own network more what? information to come but yeah. we are on it's a called network. it's They're called come, Drop. i don't know when the podcast is gonna get released but wheels are moving more podcasts are coming um just like me man and i was on it i got to talk about Fast and Furious for a long time, and so I was very happy. And that podcast. Oh man, I was, was going to come on and talk about Godzilla. That would have been so funny if we both did. Maybe yeah. we'll do that next. Yo, week. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, pretty soon we're going to talk about John Wick. So. Oh fuck. Ooh yeah. Well, I mean, that's my goal. Other people show hey, up. I don't want to. I don't want to hoard this podcast. Der- Derek, you want to hear some news I heard today? What? We're getting John Wick and IMAX, man. Oh shit. Yo, I see that dude. That makes me fucking yo, nauseous. I though. have I haven't been compelled to see a movie in IMAX in a long time. I Godzilla is gonna be so oh, fucking sick in dude. IMAX. Um and John Wick. 
Yeah. It's going to just be 2D and just big and beautiful. Just big Keanu in my face. Oh, oh man, I, I love you. Um, but yeah, it's called the Ease Drop. I don't know when it's dropping. That's Ease. E-A-S-E. E-A-S-E. E. I take it Ease. I made that. I was mistaken for. So was I. A while. Well, he also spelled it wrong the first time. But yeah, so that's sick. A huge shout out to Brett and to Koji. Koji, our producer. But yeah, he been. Doing some editing. Some Today he taught us how to use the mixer. At Mega Man. <laughs> um, and also, one more plug. Uh, my dogs in a rock and roll band called Rejection Pact. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Released a, a record. Seven inch. A seven inch. It's a full ass record, though. There's it's like seven 10 songs. Inches, yeah, but it's like 12 minutes. Yeah, that's a hardcore record. It's sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out, um, Ralph. Shout out, Charlie. Shout out, Devin. Shout out, Nathan that, Spain. I don't know you guys, but okay. And Hunter, um, who looks like fucking... Oh, yeah. uh, Fucking homeboy, uh, what's his fucking ass from Metallica? Hetfield? Yeah, he looks like James <laughs> Hetfield. Yeah. He has oh, that yeah. mustache. Anya's, nice. Anya's dad looks like a mix of Bob Seger and, and, and James Hetfield. That makes sense, because Anya's yeah. brother kind of also has that uh, But they look. played a sick show the other yeah. night, and the record's sick. Yeah, if you like, har- uh, it's basically hardcore catered just to me. There's cool fast parts, sick-ass mosh parts. Uh, I used I used to tell people it sounded like Kid Dynamite, and that's not true anymore. They had that one song that did, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just you like really, Painted Black. You if you like Painted Black, like fast hardcore. Oh yeah, I love the Rolling Stones. I we're, we're going okay. now. Yeah, <laughs> the um, Cacious Train that covered that. Check out Rejection Pact. Agony scene. Threats of the World. Join the Pact. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, I never plugged myself. Plug yourself. What is it? My weekend. Um. Follow me at KFibDad. That's what left uh, is doing. On Twitter, not My Chemical Dad Pants. Great name, man. I've great name. really Ugh. just shit posting a lot lately. I plug so. myself for lefty and sit on right until it goes to sleep, man. I put All the right. crucifix up my butthole. <laughs> I shit at a crucifix. I right. call it my Firefly Funhouse. I call that my asshole. <laughs> WrestleBoys316 yeah, says, day. We're really glad ass. that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that will never ever end. That's me talking about penis, man. <laughs> our fun's just getting started here. And remember, Fireflies, I'll always light the way. And all you have to do is let me in. <laughs> <laughs> We're really glad that you're our friend And this is a friendship that'll never ever end